We here at the Canadian Pyrocast love everyone and everything on Earth. But we also believe that everyone and everything should be mocked, lampooned, satired, parodied, and poked on at, because that's a quality. This program is not for children or the easily offended. We trust your judgment. Our backs are sore from sailing all day. That's the drip. That is the drip. The pitter-patter of raindrops everywhere. In the season, on the island. Springtime! <laughs> yeah. That's what time it is. Hello, everybody. You need to. It's speak. June fourth, twenty twenty-two, twenty fifty-five. Wait, what? Um, this is your Canadian Pirate Cast for the month of May, twenty twenty-two. Okay, but it's June though. Yeah, but we're just everything we're talking about is basically for, for May because for a new format that we're gonna explain. Okay. Because we've we've talked about this more than once, right? <laughs> about doing it month by month. You know that, right? We, we have talked. We've talked about it, but I consistently forget <laughs> things. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I know you're a busy, quartermaster, basically maintaining the ship while I gallivant and get brand recognition. Yeah, <laughs> typical. Typical captain behavior. <laughs> yes, uh, folks. You wait. I guess you're the spokesperson. The spokescaptain, yes. So. The spokespirate. Captain. I don't know. I like spokescaptain. That's, that rolls off the tongue nicely. So, as spokescaptain of the ship. <laughs> the, oh, shit. We still haven't named it. Oh, my God. Fuck. We'll have to do it next episode. Just, anyway. It'll just be what we say every episode. It's like Groundhog Day. Maybe, maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it on our special in Ju- July. But that's for a different time. We should have a, a classic internet naming contest. Let the internet do it? Don't do that. Send us you'll summon, ideas. You'll summon, you'll summon, you'll summon 4chan. We'll post like and a poll on Twitter, maybe. You'll summon 4chan, and the top-voted thing will be Hitler did nothing wrong. <laughs> I've seen how these things go. I've seen videos on internet polls. They never end well. Our ship will be named Bodie McBoatface, as like they all will be. Every ship that it will ever be named on the internet. Mac tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, wouldn't be a bad name. That'd be kind of badass. <laughs> anyway, so I do have a thing for the cold open. Uh, a couple things. Before we get started, so I had a realization about Gatorade because I caught dysentery this week, and as we all We're know, the best thing the best thing to drink when you have dysentery is Gatorade, obviously. Uh, Gatorade. Team Powerade. Gatorade. Not, not, not branded, not endorsed. Like, this is not, or not sponsored, or whatever the fuck, but opinions. Gatorade, when you have dysentery. Agree to disagree then, Quartermaster yes. Gummy Bear. And we must recognize the impasse and move on. Otherwise, we may duel to the death. 
And I'll win again. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Moving on. (laughs) So, I realize you should know that about Gatorade bottles, but I guess it's any sports drink that has that orange twisty top, so you can like just drink on it right away, like a water bottle, and put your mouth to it. So the plastic piece that encapsulates the drink doesn't do shit to cover up the like orange cap piece. So that means that any like kid, teenager, or weirdo could just in like any like store where this is th- they're there is like put them on their mouth and like just fillet it, and then somebody could pick it up and just drink from it. And then they go to drink their Gatorade or Powerade yeah. and slurp because there's no actual plastic. We don't have that problem with Powerade because the caps have an extra cappy thing and then they have a pop-up thing underneath the extra cappy thing oh, fuck you're you're right fuck you're right <laughs> about that impromptu food fight where we're arguing about okay yeah. truth though okay i, I have to credit power but, for uh... that because yeah gatorade it was a massive flaw where i noticed i'm like i'm never drinking from these again now that i thought about that so i just like i screw the top off and i pour it into a glass yeah that's actually so gross like i don't drink gatorade but i don't usually drink Powerade either it's really those rare occasions i really just... associate it with being sick yeah those <laughs> rare occasions when you get dysentery and you need to hydrate gatorade <laughs> unless someone licked it or just touched it, maybe the stock, the shelf stalker, just... That's what I mean. Like, that's... How many people do you think wash their hands? Food for thought, no people. Okay. <laughs> uh, I also want to I have put... pause. I don't know. <laughs> you guess you have your selfie pause. You don't have to worry about that. How do you get sugar out? I don't want to know. Yeah, we've already covered how this, uh... I don't know yet. <laughs> Sobriety <laughs> results for Captain Kid. Mm. Because I just want to talk about this because this was interesting. So, on a lot of days, I fucked up a couple times, but I had allotted 25 days of sobriety. But that was long enough. I think it was after about 20 days. I got... So, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a complete success, but it was a complete success for me. Because I essentially got all THC out of my system to the point where I was having very... It's really hard to do. It was, I was having very deep dreams. This is something I learned in uh, multiple courses this year when, because uh, drug abuse comes up in lots of subjects. Uh, with weed coming down from large amounts of it, you uh, it's not like you have severe, like it's it's not withdrawal or anything like terrible like that. Obviously, there's way harder things in life to kick and all this. This is just like my personal thing with, I associate it with productivity. So I just like, you know, smoke weed and then repaint the entire ship. Plus refurnishing. And I edited an episode. And petted Tippy. <laughs> that aside. Yeah, the uh, dream thing is super weird to me. I just have crazy dreams. Like, I can't imagine like not just like not dreaming for a long time. Like that'd be super weird. Yeah, I honestly I don't think I've I haven't had a dream I can distinctly remember in Probably, again, in eight years. Maybe occasionally, like... What? Oh, my God. Like, I think the very most sometimes... Like, this might be a dream, but it's kind of a thing where you wake up and you think you're working. But... So that might be, like, dreams breaking through. But it's not often. Like, it wasn't really... Like, again, I barely dream. But that's a side effect. That's a commonly... That's a common side effect of frequent um, marijuana smoking. Is that you... It represses your dream sleep. And then your brain, like, has such a craving for it when it kicks it, like, out of your system finally. 
that you just have these really intense dreams where I had them and it went for like a day and a half where I was like, shit, was that a real thing that happened? And I had to actually try to remember back and it was almost like memento. <laughs> that still happens to me all the time. I was just like, okay, I, I'm actually suppressing a superpower <laughs> apparently. Like, cause how crazy would my dreams be if I didn't have THC in my system? Well, that just means that it's how... Like, it actually ter- it's actually terrifying. <laughs> well, it's an interesting thought though, because that means that your body is, it's so craving that dream sleep, it's pressing through. But even so though, like THC still is a suppressant of dream sleep. So... I thought that was just an interesting breakdown, but... No, I obviously have a cool, unique gene because I'm a jelly... Jelly... Oh, right, you're a gummy bear. Bat. What the fuck just happened? You, your name is Gummy Bear, and you're also a gummy bear. But, like, you're a fluffy gummy bear. You're a stuffed animal gummy bear that's made of cotton candy. <laughs> but not sticky. Like, you can handle this cotton candy and move it around and have it piggyback Careful. off you. Without it melting into you, like cotton candy does on like the slightest amount of liquid. Cotton candy is <laughs> gross. I hate cotton candy. But I like you. I'm fond of you. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate the reassurance. <laughs> so, America. And I want to clarify this too. So I think we just mentioned with the new structure of the podcast... I think we thought we think that going on like a month by month basis for Canadian news and whatever in America that happens that we deem talking about will be just on a month by month basis and a breakdown of like, hey, here's what happened last month, because some things like Johnny Depp v. Amber Heard took a month to hash out, among other things. So it seems like a good timeline. And then in the same time, mind you, the months we take off, which we plan on trying to be July and December. We will try to have a special episode out that month as well. So hopefully two a month, exceptions on July and December, which are vacations for us. And then we'll have our Feast and Friends, which is just when we feast with friends. Yes. And why I just wanted to reiterate that one more time clearly because I don't I don't think I properly did that before <laughs> is going into as a quick exp- explanation too about why I do delve into American news and such and as I've talked about in like previous episodes where I've talked about history and what I've learned for recent Canadian history there are beats that our government and culture takes from America sometimes like delayed fads other times. It's like government come to pivots a different way. So that's why I think it's worth talking about some of these things. Just because of how they will shape, how they, how they do, they can possibly shift Canadian culture, which has already happened, so to speak, in a small way. With Trudeau capitalizing on some shit. So let's start with America, though, because the first thing that happened at the beginning of May was Roe v. Wade and that leak. So obviously, as most people know, Supreme Court has not banned. It's conveying what? Yeah, has not overturned Roe v. Wade, the abortion right to your own body bill stuff. How much do you know about all that gummy bear? Because I can do a cliff notes. Go ahead. So Roe v. Wade determined that in all fifty states, first it's a by trimester system. So one trimester. Every state, no questions asked, except for maybe one or two have like found a way around it. Second stage, specifically, states can do whatever they want. 
So some have it, some don't. And then third trimester is like, then that's usually like a hard stop for a lot of, I think all states for the most part, except for maybe a couple. But I might be wrong. I might be butchering about that because I haven't like listened to any of this stuff since May because a lot has happened. A lot has happened in May. Uh, thoughts on that gummy bear? Get ready for more death. Concise. So I have some. So I have a lighter thing before we get into the uh, obviously the other things, the really bad shit. But there's a quick thing. Did you hear about the Ministry of Truth, Gummy Bear? Oh shit, no, fuck, I fucked that up, sorry. The Dis Disinformation Governance Board. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone is calling it the Ministry of Truth. Like, <laughs> you mean like in 1984? No, I fucked it up. I did that backwards, oh my god. I wanted to make a joke like, I was gonna say, you mean like in Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> No, I fucked that up because I wasn't trying to be cynical and be like, oh, 1984, because I was trying to call it what it actually was, but I wrote it backwards because I, that was like the first thing I wrote was like, oh yeah, all the segments are called this. But then I was like, no, let's like, so I had to Google what the fuck it was actually called because everyone's calling it the Ministry of Truth. But it was the dis it the Disinformation Governance Board. No. So basically it was a person hired by the United States government to specifically tell people what was true and what was not true. Yes, and whose idea was this? This where is this in the United States administration? You can't say it's Joe Biden because he was off eating some ice cream. Just I being mean, Jesus you know. Christ! Like, how old is he? Like fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's like my go-to like random number is always like fifty-five. I meant to say like ninety-seven. Um, like, sh he shouldn't he just be eating ice cream at this point? Like, Jesus Christ! So all the all the really old people in office is like just go just go eat ice cream honestly stop. The Democrats really it's so thought weird. the Democrats really thought they needed a, Don't you need a break stop it They need to cross they need they need the to, they need, to cross, they need to cross the old man to push through nothing else will do It's so weird <laughs> So here's the so here's the the big shit here's what happened though with the main person that uh that was heading it was her surname was Nina Jankowitz and so the main issue with this woman... Know, that sounds like an awesome name, though. Well, she's a theater kid, so that might be why. She's like... Yeah, it sounds like a name of like a character in a book. I like it. Yeah, so she's she's a theater kid, and I'll, I'll show you that in a second, because this is what made her viral. <laughs> uh -oh. But one of the things. But the point is, though, so she was a very partisan person, and she was... Like, she was a big, like, advocator for Russiagate with Donald Trump, which turned out not to be true. I don't know. It was the thing where he was like, is Donald Trump a Russian agent, a puppet of Putin? And it's like, oh. oh, no, he's not. And the investigation was like, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good thing that got solved. 
but there's there's other things too where oh no she also she flagged the hunter biden laptop thing as like that was false during the election season so that was a controversy with a rich hunter joe biden's son getting a bunch of sketchy money from like it's like a middle eastern government (laughs) for sitting on an energy board and just like doing nothing and shit this random shit like that right so just rich people hiding around tax-free money for government contracts mm-hmm. same thing our government does except you know justin Trudeau doesn't get caught doesn't get like caught open-handedly with it he's sneaky and when he does he won't answer questions well we'll talk about in the house well, we can no talk- uh, look me i'm working with the ethics commissioner <laughs> and that and we're working together he's like mr trudeau though what about this thing about it look i am working with the ethics commissioner and we're working together on it, all right? And he just repeats that for every question when he went on that, like, fucking helicopter vacation. With, I don't know what the fuck. I can't remember the guy's name or whatever. Did they cut, try to cut his feet at all? Because that's what he usually does. When he gets asked <laughs> the question, he doesn't like, he just makes sure the feed gets cut. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Sorry. So, I can finish up on this, though. So, point is, though, she was very obviously just a very blatantly partisan woman. So she was a terrible pick for a job that was going to be like a mouthpiece from the government, which is, you know, the first estate. You can't do that for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. So, but if all that wasn't bad enough, she did this off for TikTok. Are you ready oh, for this, Gummy oh, Bear? Oh, I'm not. I'm this, not is, this is, some, this is no a thing I made her famous. It's everywhere, so I'm sure this is fun to play. But are you ready? Yeah, yeah, Thirty minutes later. They're laundering disinfo when we really should take note and not support their lies. Like it, it it was it's it's a TikTok, isn't the whole thing with that is like you just that you can show that and that's not an issue. No, I meant because of the forbidden word thing she just said. <laughs> oh. Well, we got if we get flagged by Nina Jenkowitz, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly can't even I don't even want to watch the whole thing. That's uh, annoying as It's well. pre- it's pretty painful, right? Yeah. We'll probably cut that down too, but it was cuz everyone's heard it at this point, but I wanted your reaction to it. I, d- I didn't I didn't like that. A lot of people didn't like that gummy bear. <laughs> So now it had a. I didn't a, it, even understand what, what she was saying, and I didn't like it. <laughs> you know, for here's I think the uh, I think the main note was that CNN Plus lasted longer than Nina Drinkwitz as the head of the disinformation dif, dis, disinformation governance board. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm so sorry. And the reason why I thought that whole story was relevant, though, as a, just for a thing for Canada, I still is, don't really understand what that is. So sorry. Oh, shit. Well, I told you. So it's basically somebody from the government that would be like, no, this yeah, news... Yeah, I just... I mean, like, beyond that, like, is it happening? Is it a thing that... No, no, no. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry I didn't clarify. So it was started by the administration. It was, she was announced as a person, and it was going to... It was kind of like, blah, 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 going to happen. But there was so much backlash from both sides of the political spectrum. Understandably. For obvious reasons. Yeah. Independent media as well. And then they ended, they stopped doing it. So if okay. like, if anything, you want to credit them and say, okay, that's a good example of the government listening to the people. Yeah. And that's good. But why I bring it up is because I, hypothetical alternate universe where that did happen, I think that the Canadian government would try a similar thing. 
Yeah. I think, like, they would, like, oh, hey, they can get away with this? We, we can do that shit. Yeah. And, again, this is relevant for when I talk about Bill C-11 yeah. coming up here on Beyond <laughs> the Coast. But that's the only reason why I bring that up is that, so that was an interesting, like, result of that trying to happen in the U.S. Hmm. That I thought was, yeah, worth mentioning. Okay. But not the super shit stuff. So, many mass shootings in a short period of time. Uh, so, I want to clarify this, too, as a thing, because I know that... So, here's what I found interesting about the data for all this stuff. Because I tried to Google, because I, I heard from multiple peop- different people that, like, oh, the U.S. has had so many mass shootings in this period, in, in the year so far, or this many. And <clears throat> I think the... So one of the issues, I found an Al Jazeera article, which I, I don't know if that's good or not, but it's a, basically a breakdown of, I think they're like a Middle Eastern news outlet, but basically they do a breakdown of mass shootings and how they're kind of defined differently by different area, by different things in different areas. So they're really hard to measure out, which makes sense. And they... So they basically, and uh, I'll 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 link the article that I found for this for the breakdown of it. But it basically had like it basically distinguishes it specifically between like the amount of people injured slash killed, which is tends to be three between three and five, and then also the uh, whether it's an enclo a public area or an enclosed home. So the how it's measured is very skewed and kind of i think overly probably overly complicated but so first off there's a whole thing on buffalo earlier in the month with the racist shooter that yeah i don't, I don't actually know i don't even actually know how many people died in that one that was something i didn't see at the time but then the next thing was ovadi it is it is Uvalde. I'm just kind of I don't want to butcher it. Really seen any like video? I've watched a few things. So the the big thing coming up with this the Uvalde thing, aside from all the shit about the cops, how the cops shit the bed and a half. Unbelievable. Uh, so for clarification, that was not those weren't like public cops. Those were private security cops that were just for that school district. And so it's that's part of that department that's like at fault. But I guess the, the thing that like kind of made well it made oh, me cry in the kitchen when it, <laughs> No, I know. I just bring it up that as a distinction for we'll get into the distinction for where the chain of command came from it, right? And there was this person that was like he was like sworn in like a week ago as like he was like a deputy official or something of the for the actual like for the area. Mm-hmm. So He's the one that made the call, and he's the one that made the blame. I don't remember his name, but it, again, it's public knowledge now. But the thing that's obviously the thing that kind of got everybody was how they tried to hide it and twist it as if they had to control the situation and they did everything fine, and the cops just acted despicably, saved their own kids, and let and everyone else and people. let everyone else. Yeah. Even Tippy doesn't is upset about it. Yeah, Tippy does not approve of letting kids die. Well, I mean, whenever there's like, I mean, mass shootings like this, that's like pretty upsetting. Yeah, it just makes it like so so much worse. But like even like the 
like lost like uh, that um, concert in Las Vegas, and like other sh- other you know other ones. Um, mm. So it's just like holy fuck, uh, happens a lot. <laughs> so. Well, the thing that got me was the, again, just finding out the cops went in to protect, they went in to get their, evacuate their own kids ASAP. Some of them did. While other ones arrested parents that were trying to go and wanted to That's go in themselves. unbelievable. Because they're like, you're not doing anything. I still don't believe in trigger warnings. Although, out of respect, I'd like to offer one. As I kind of got into some details inside the classroom, I didn't intend to. But I want to leave them in because I really want to emphasize how badly the cops fucked up and the costs of those fuck ups. So if any of that information or a little too much, a little bit of that information be too grim for you, skip ahead 30 seconds. And apparently there was like a bunch of shit too, where there was a kid that called out multiple times and said, "They're in there to rescue your own kids. Why not try to get as many out as you fucking can?" There was a little girl that made that was able to call out like a few times from the classroom, saying, "People are still alive in here." There's another girl that was able to pretend being dead by covering herself in the blood of her friend. Okay. So, yeah, it's uh, no, it's really it's very fucked up and. I just, uh, so the people that are, obviously the people that are responsible for shading the bet on that and failing to do their jobs as cops should obviously lose them. And it's surprising that they haven't already, but I haven't heard anything about that because obviously a lot of people are upset about this entire situation. We're going to take a quick break here um, just to collect ourselves, but after this, I do have some positive shout-outs to say before we kind of go into our uh, next segment for some good news, some cool things. Well, sorry, two things. It was just, yeah, but... My back's from shoveling all day so sit down, sit down, sit down. Hey, we're back with uh, our next segment. But a quick shout out as an ending <laughs> to the pre- ending to the cold open, though. That sorry, because the tone wasn't right. Sorry about that. But first thing, so quick shout out to Ashton Kutcher. As a cool thing I learned this month, apparently he's gone from being an actor to he started an organization to end child sex trafficking, and they've helped over six thousand people. And it's to the point oh, where so it's to the point where appara- apparently he's still an actor. Yeah, no, okay, so he's still an actor, but he's he's prior he's putting he he's got some prior other priorities. He's been he's been doing that for a long time. Yeah, but that's just kind of awesome. Yeah, and like you know what I mean. The fact that we didn't know about it and it wasn't like that knew, big of a thing. Oh, I respect yeah. that more because he's not he's not doing. I knew, I knew about it though. I didn't. I learned about it. Yeah, so I think it's like, cool. That's cute. So far behind on internet for information like that. I uh, know I'm because I'm such an internet yeah, no, baby. Um, shout out to him for for that. But he's still an actor. He didn't like quit acting just to do that. Yeah, that makes he's sense. Still, he's still doing stuff. That, that makes <laughs> sense. 
Uh, the other thing, though, this is a random thing for a random person in the Comox Valley. Because I had a whole thing that happened this week. I need to give this human being a shout out, even though I don't know their name. So there was... Okay, so I was riding my bike home from a grocery store that only has paper bags. Because the island is a heavy place. And they only have paper bags. But luckily this one has handles, though. Two places I'm that joking. do that, so I'm you, joking. you don't even, you can't even. You actually just added it by giving that one detail, actually. Hush you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, uh, I fucked up and got a paper bag, and they had, uh, oh, sorry, but then, so, and normally I have my own bags, but I just, like, fucked up and forgot this time, because I ended up being more than I thought I would. So, straddling on my on my bike handle, and then as I was just about to go across the street and like start my pedaling and kicking off journey, it broke and fell on the on the concrete. So I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" But then, so I tried to get off my bike, and because I had a small vacuum strapped to the back, my leg caught that and knocked over my bike, and then it fell on me, and I scraped my leg, and then I ended up on my side in the middle of the, or not in the middle, but on the side of the side, or, on the, sorry, on the sidewalk outside this grocery store, being like fucking shit, motherfucker, like swearing my head off, <laughs> and then I was like just more reacting than anything, and then I kind of got up and figured my shit, and I was like, oh shit, so I gotta, uh figure out what i'm doing now and then from a distance though from down the sidewalk some older lady came up was like hey blah 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 i think i think she might have asked me if i was okay i don't distinctly remember because i was so pissed off at that point <laughs> but i was like oh yeah hi, it's it's okay i'll figure it out and she's like hey like do you want a bag and i was like oh no i'm fine she's like are you sure because you can just have this bag and it was just she had a dollar she's it was like a dollar ramen bag so i was like uh okay cool uh, thanks so i kind of i cobbled everything up Walked with her to her car, and then she gave me like a long Dollarama bag, and she offered to give me another one. And I was like, "No, no, thank you. It's fine." I like refused to take a second bag, even though it's like a five cent plastic bag. But I was just so I was so embarrassed because I was just like, yeah. I was like, "I'm sorry, I swore." I was like, "Well," and I guess I said that. I think I said that when she immediately offered me the bag. I was like, "I'm sorry, I was swearing." Like I just kind of like hurt myself. And she's like, "Oh, I would have said worse." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you're, you're you're a nice person. Thank yeah. you." So, and I sounded kind of like a robot, but it's like, thanks for the random act of kindness, because I think that's what you call that shit. Thank so, you for the random act of kindness. I didn't say it like that, <laughs> but it was a really nice person. I appreciate and... your help. Sorry for my curse words. Yeah. And, it, like, I don't know, like, I, it's, like, hurt for the last few days, and it's only kind of felt better today. But it was earlier in the weekend, I was just a really cool person that did that. So, I don't know who you are, but you were great. Thank you for helping Captain Kid this week. Uh, Yeah, and that's, sorry, that was the end of the cold open. But that was just what I want. I did want to end on that stuff, because that was, like, some nice stuff. That was some nice stuff from the Valley. And Ashton Kutcher just doing cool stuff. (laughs) It was always good to look at. Oh! It's like, I'm like a wine mom. (laughs) Like, oh, you know that Ashton Kutcher, he's so good to look at. Oh, yeah, always. Did you see Dwayne Johnson? In the oh, my movie? God, don't even start it on him. The Rock, my God. I mean, he's your favorite, we all know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you have, we are... Watch are... it, it's the, it's the, the, the wine mom. No, not even, you don't have to say wine mom, like, just like the, um... Whatever, just a version of Watch It For The Plot. 
Watching for the pot plot? Watch it for the plot. Ah. Uh, wink, wink. I guess you <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. That, like, like Aquaman. That almost... <laughs> Wait, like the new Aquaman? Oh, no. P- please don't go see that. Unless they completely cut Amber Heard out of it. <laughs> I don't know. I hear, I've heard back and forth on the internet about that. You were about to learn about that, though. Yes, so it was kind of the accidentally perfect segue. Into JD versus... Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) So, Johnny Depp versus... Ha! Oh no, I fucked that up. I, ah. ah. Johnny Depp versus Ah. Let's learn about that, because I know nothing about this, actually. I've barely been paying attention to okay, it. Okay, well, Jesus, fuck. Well, so, you know, my, my whole thing? People back and forth say, so-and-so did this, so-and-so did that, and they own this, and I never watch the clips, because this is what I have you for. Well, I mean, I'm not going to, like... I am not going to say the whole of everything because I think that's way too much. Um, And if you're a person who's alive and has access to the internet and uses it, you know about it, at least to some degree now, because, like, you just can't get away from it. Um, I have known about, like, some of it before this case from the last case just some like recordings and stuff that came out when Johnny sued the son in the UK I think that's what it was or was well I don't know whatever (laughs) and um, but I never watched like any really of the deposition footage it was just like every now and then something would be highly posted of like a recording that came out during that one I guess um specifically the one where Amber is saying that she didn't punch Johnny she only hit him and that he's a big baby and that um no one will believe you (laughs) if you try to tell people that I hit you or whatever. She literally said that? Yep. <laughs> that's kind of cliche. Um, that's kind of basic, Amber. Gotta say. Kind of a basic. You know, because she's a woman. Say. You know, her whole thing is about how much she's a woman. And he's a man, so... Well, women can she do... She can't abuse him. Like hey, this, women, this... hey, women can beat men just as much as men can beat women. Yeah. <laughs> but just more often men do it. <laughs> um... So, we're only talking about this because it was a request, right? Otherwise, I mean, it's just everywhere. Everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. So, long story short, Johnny Depp sued Amber Heard for defamation um, because she's been accusing him of, of general abuse. and But more specifically, I think that this case kind of revolved around was his was uh, some extreme domestic violence, um, almost like 
like a action movie level. <laughs> like I don't know how else to describe it. I've heard that said, and I kind of agree with that take. So just tell, imagine an action movie in my head, and that's how much abuse she's done to him. No, that she was saying that like sh- that um that she suffered. Oh, okay. So she's saying she like basically she she read a movie script and's like he did this to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. When really she was punching him and saying very cliche things. Basically. Well, she um allegedly, and there is like some evidence. Um, I also think that evidence is a little shaky too, like of uh, her cutting off his finger by accident or like throwing a bottle. He says she threw a bottle, like a broken bottle and it like cut his finger off. Um, yeah. And there is pictures and stuff of like, what? I'm sorry. I started thinking about the meme, <laughs> the Captain Sparrow meme. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like the whole thing. Okay, so so what I really wanted to say w- before talking about this is like the whole thing has just been this long drawn out, absolute, um, circus fucking spectacle. Um, and you really can't get away with it. You can't get away from it. I mean to say. What uh, and like to the point of okay, like I. There's that whole meme of, like, calling her Amber Turd because of the poop in the bed thing. <laughs> I have not seen that, actually. <laughs> and it's actually, like, kind of, like, annoying. Like, I... Obviously, Am- like, Am- Amber Heard's lying about most of the stuff she's saying. Um, especially, I think, anything pertaining to actual physical abuse was a lie. Um, from Johnny, like, onto her. Um... I do see, like, the the potential of there being, like, verbal verbal abuse um, from, like, the very little evidence that she does have. And then, obviously, Johnny, admittedly so from him himself, was doing a lot of drugs. But then there's, like, you know, the concept of reactive abuse and, like... You know, generally when there's abuse in any, like, there's, it's usually there's a mutual thing happening a little bit, and some of that's reactive, and some of it's not, and it's just like, you know, like, what was the reason for him doing drugs? You know, it's it's really, whenever you're talking about abuse, it's really complicated, but it's just like, her story is about, like, he beat the shit out of me, and then, like, the next day she's, like, totally fine. (laughs) You know, I just covered up with makeup, like, no, that's, that's not how... Mm. (laughs) <laughs> that's not how that works right and then there's pictures of him with bruises on his face but then the whole poop in the bed thing it's like well why is it, as far as I know there isn't any pictures of the poop in the bed no one was like let's just take a picture now so so Johnny's like it was huge it was the dog and the dogs are like tiny where's the picture of the poop I like apparently if this I, poop was the size of a small it, baby seal. Right. <laughs> it was enormous. Half the size of a human torso. Like, as far as I know, Johnny wasn't even, like, in town at that place where the poop was. I could be wrong in that, because there's so many, like, details, and it's kind of like... Okay, but, like, so... It's like, Amber has, like, really, like, random evidence. Like, here's Johnny, like, he fell asleep and he dropped his ice cream. 
It's kind of like adorable. But like okay, like, like grandpa. It's like a grandpa. Like, but you know, if he if they're but they're both they're both abusing drugs, they're both gonna be like crazy people together. So I think that the, the yes. relationship undoubtedly was just toxic one hundred percent. So But did Johnny beat the shit of her and like all this crazy like it's it's like an action movie, like he threw me across the room and then like there was broken glass everywhere. Like but then Mrs. she Smith. never went she never goes to the doctor. Like It's like Mr. It's and like Mrs. She, Smith without the romance. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Without the spying, really. <laughs> um so I just think it's just a, like the poop was a distraction while she went to go to see. Okay, but files. why? Why is there? Why did nobody take a picture of the poop? Why is that? An Again, I don't think there's. I agree with you. I agree with you that if you can't, if you don't got the picture of the fecal matter, you don't got. I don't know. I can't think of a rhyme for. I'm it. not saying it's a lie either. Like I just like don't know, right? That's fair. But who who takes the a, one? Who, one who of take the... a picture of that shit? Just like shit in my bed. I don't know. His I guess it's like housekeepers were like, "There's poop in your bed." <laughs> I don't know. I would have been like, hey, I would take a picture. Look, hey, Johnny, text it, you know, because they're probably like, whoop, like the text noise you send it, whoop. This is a picture. Hey, Johnny, sorry, but there's this poop in your bed. Whoop. Johnny's like, what the fuck? You know what it is? I would take a picture of like my boss. I'm like, yeah, so here's the poop. You know what? It's like it's like a situation. What if it's it really like, was, like what if it really was from the dog? It's no, 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 no. It's like the movie Parasite. Where one of the housekeepers says, "Like I'm just gonna fuck up this relationship shit in the bed and frame, frame ever heard. <laughs> I'm gonna destroy this marriage." <laughs> You're all crumpled up in two, so it's quickly large. Combined in so many things. It's a mega shit. The thing that I saw, like, mid-trial from people was, like, they were, like, pointing out moments with, like, um, Amber Heard. She's on the stand, and she, like, kind of is looking down. And you can't see her hands, because she's on the stand, right? So it's, like, to her, like, shoulders. No, it's not, no, yeah. it's not that far. It's, like, <laughs> mid-chest. And you can't see. She's got, like, a little computer that was giving her the info, like, the... Her answers? All the, um... It's showing her the evidence that's being presented. Like, mm-hmm. here's this line, and what do you think of this picture? So that's showing her. And she's like, you know, and then she pulls up. She's kind of looking down for a second. Then she pulls up her hand with a tissue, and she puts, you know, she's been doing that for that whole, there's like a whole bunch of memes about her in that one with the tissue and and pose apparently posing for a picture that wasn't being taken. It's just kind of like it's all ridiculous. Everyone's like taking every little moment and like making it so fucking crazy. It's like, yeah, she, like it's. Well, when they said, but so don't know this. Like, I'm I'm getting off track. Please. Okay, sorry. Please. So she's in this moment. She's she's looking down for a second. She pulls up the tissue again, and she goes. She like sniffs in, but it's just like, and people are like, she just did a, she just did blow in front of, in front of the judge on like in the middle of court, and it's like. No, she didn't. She's just really bad at pretending to blow her nose. <laughs> you really think that? Like, like she would if she was gonna do that, she'd go do it on the in the bat like on the bathroom break. And then there was um, one moment where she like kind of like touches something to her face and then puts it in her mouth, and it's probably just like a breath mint. But people were like, she just took a drug pill out of her. She thinks she's so slick. And it's like, and then her sister did something that was similar that like people were like, oh, she, where they thought she was like 
thinking about pulling drugs out of her pocket when she was on the stand, but then didn't. And it's like, no, she didn't. Wait, what? Like, wait, is this a, it seems like an elaborate joke. Because it seems like, like everything that's you do. How, that's how much of a spectacle and how ridiculous some of it really is. Of, like, people like people just being, like, rabid fucking wolves of, like, look at this moment she was doing drugs on the stand. Like, no, what the fuck? You know what? I'm, I'm In the spirit of that... I highly I, doubt it. I'm sure they're drug addicts, but, like... You know I'm not what? gonna do it at that moment. In the spirit of that, I'd like to say that Gummy Bear is flailing her little, like, stubby gummy arms around and touching her face while it too, and I'm suspecting that while she's touching her face and moving her arms around, she's grabbing swaths of little tabs of acid <laughs> and, like, putting them to her skin and absorbing it through her skin as she, like, is whipping her hands out all over her body and then flipping, touching her face. Anyway, I think the difference is Amber Heard... Um, takes no responsibility or admittance for anything she's done wrong. Um, made up a bunch of crazy-ass lies that she just thought she could breeze through. Um, Johnny Depp knows that he's not 100% in the right for throughout their entire relationship either, but he's at least been like, yeah, said some shit. <laughs> Didn't fucking beat the shit out of her and rape her with a broken bottle. Like she said that. Yes. Oh like, man. Like as if there wouldn't be like extreme damage that she would have to go to the doctor Did for. Did she just watch Gone Girl and was like, That's what... <laughs> I can actually watch that today because I was thinking about that. I watched that while I was doing I was doing housework today. I watched Gone Girl. <laughs> See, that's kind of she's like. And I read the book. Felt... It's so it was like like oh, I hadn't seen it in a while when I was just like I actually forgot you know, how so... crazy that story. Gets. Yes, like, you know what's gonna spoilers. come out now is that oh and the, oh, sorry I'm making gestures because I don't want to. Oh right. Oh okay, my god, fine. it's actually jarring. Well, I just want to say so. Like, it's gonna come out. Next thing that's gonna come out online is like a, a failed cut reel of Amber Heard auditioning for Gone Girl. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> she's doing it really badly. And like, we're gonna get this other one right here. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was Jesus. So is that the whole aftermath and everything of the JDVR trial? Well, yeah. The Amber was immediately. She obviously had the statement ready for if she lost. Um, and so she immediately posted like something about like this is a setback for all women. I'm sorry. It's like. Oh my god! Oh, she makes she's it all such women. A, no, she, no, no, she's just such a narcissist. She, she thinks it like will impact, like affect all women. It's like I'm sorry, honey. I mean, I feel like this did a little bit of good for um, recognition in in men also being victims of ab- abusive situations as well. Hmm. So yeah, it can happen both ways. Although I guess, of course, this statistically men so that's what amber heard was banking on was statistically men um being stronger or whatever and like all that are more likely to beat the shit out <laughs> like they're like mm-hmm. you know they are they have the remember that joke that joke is on you like you you, you think i couldn't beat the shit out of you <laughs> i could i just don't <laughs> basically <laughs> It's just so, it's like, so she was banking on that. Like, people mm-hmm. just think that. I, I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought. Like, this has just been, like, crazy, and I'm kind of, like, hoping, like, there isn't... I Honestly, I really hope she doesn't appeal, and then... 
And then we have to do this again and that in that and that either of them really honestly like regardless like they obviously had like a really fucking fucked up relationship and they both like she needs to let it go and they both need to let it go and like johnny just wants to be like fuck off like she might have to pay his court costs too it's just like I, it needs to be over and then also my like little tinfoil hat of like this has just been wow <laughs> those are a lot of complicated thoughts i had okay I don't know if any of that made sense. Please let me know if that made sense. Mess, email us at canadianpiratecast at gmail.com. Yeah. Oh, I changed my Insta handle. Even though I haven't posted there in like six months. <laughs> yeah, we need to streamline that shit. That's one of the jobs of summer. The uh, May's been a very busy month. It's been... Obviously, I did my extra work on my other job and picked up shifts and then also there's lots of dysentery and illness but plans are happening for the future Canadian Piratecast so sit on the edge of your seat because we're going to get better to do <laughs> brighter with more fantastical headphones more kitty pets. Food. Two times the amount of pirate. Four times the amount of fun. 15% more laughter. 28% more puns. <laughs> Minus 50%. Terrible audio. <laughs> Not a guarantee. Now without less microphone bumps. <laughs> Coming soon to a store near you, near you. It's free. I mean, it's free. On podcast places. Stop touching your ear, gummy bear. <laughs> you know you did. <laughs> then stop doing it. <laughs> it's where my drugs are. <laughs> Stop taking cocaine in your ear, Gummy Bear. You're not Amber Heard. <laughs> I thought it was cool. Just because Amber Heard did it, did it doesn't mean it was cool. Look what happened to her. Well, obviously, nothing, now she doesn't need to be an Aquaman too. Cool. Hey, did you know? Okay, everyone's saying this, but did you know the beginning of Zombieland? The first one. Yeah. Yes. And uh, what's his name? Jesse. Eisenberg. Oh, yeah, okay. See, I, I thought that was his name, but then I was like, I think that sounds like a fake name that I just made up. <laughs> no, it's Jesse Eisenberg. I don't even know how I know that. I just blacked out for a second. Um, At the very beginning, he is, his roommate comes over, and she's like, I got this. She smashes her with the... Yeah. Amber Heard. <laughs> she, was, oh, her. she was... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You always start on horror movies. <laughs> You yeah, always yeah. start out in horror movies. That's fucking hilarious. She was in a dead well, body if extra. I ever, if I ever did acting, I would obviously probably only do horror. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. No, we'll have a gummy. We'll have the gummy bear get stabbed, and the copious, scream. copious amount of blood comes out, and cotton candy. I would just love to be a zombie extra one one day. Like that would be it. Like if I ever 
did anything. Who just acting. like so just, a little, uh, so just a little, a little stuffed, just, uh, so a little stuffed bear just going like. That's right. It would have to be like the worst zombie movie ever, but I, but it would be great, and that would and that'd be fun. I got you. It'd be so much fun. I'd be care. I, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Like having those kind of Spend costumes, like eight is fun. hours in makeup, and then just like. <laughs> One of the funnest jobs. Sorry, I've that... heard that like that like most of it's just like you're just like kind of like waiting around on set. Like, is it time? Is it time to do the scene? Yeah. <laughs> One of the funnest jobs I ever had was I got to wear a mascot costume to a local carnival thing as like a volunteer, and they're fun. But people go up and try to kick you in the nuts. <laughs> So you have to have somebody. You actually have to have a hand. That's why those mascot people have a handler because people are assholes and they'll fuck. And you can't see a whole lot. So like they're because they're very narrow eyes. <laughs> they're hot as fuck. So they come with ice packs usually, especially like in the summertime. Yeah. But they have very narrow sight and like it's poor mobility. Like you have to be careful. Oh my god. So that's why they all have handlers. Uh, and I didn't know that. Yeah. It was great though. They got us. They got all of us mascots to do like a little Olympic event where we all had to do like a coordinated, do coordinated things like kick a ball into a net and walk along a thing. And it was funny because all the mascots knew each other because they had all known each other from previous gigs, and they hated Wendy because she had the easiest costume because she was just she was just in a blue dress. <laughs> And she just like kicked the ball in. It's like fuck you, bitch! You're not in the costume. <laughs> and then like the A and W bear had the worst time because he's, he's, he's like those stubby little legs and a big fucking belly. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, but it's it's a fun job. Like it's it is fun, but that's why they have yeah. So humans are terrible. Humans are mean. Yeah, that's true. But either way, so quick break before we go beyond the coast. Yeah. You have anything to end on with? Uh... No. Uh, all right. Well, shout out to my redacted. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. I hope that helps you with the JV ah uh, thing. I have no, I have no idea what you expected with that, but. I pass our sword from shoveling all day. So sit down, sit down, sit down. It's time to set sail for. Yep. I don't know if that was audible. I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Well, it'll it'll sound good after the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> so the. Okay, so here's what's happened in Canada. And also, oh shit, I, fuck, I, fuck, I think I might have fucked up on a couple of details, so I'll probably have to correct this corner of this next time, but... That's okay. The, so... We all forgive you, right? Anyone listening? <laughs> please forgive me. Uh, but, so the first thing, I guess, kind of coming up, because I actually just kind of even updated the video about the, or watched the video about this, or up right before this had, we even recorded. So, with Bill C-11, which is... Basically, it's Bill CSO. Okay, so Bill C10 was the bill we talked about last year, where it would basically put internet companies under the jurisdiction of the Canadian Radio and Telecommunications Commission. You know, the ominous CRTC. 
Okay. So it's yeah. a b- bureaucratic board. They decide what has enough CanCon and what doesn't. Right, and how arbitrary it is. And all that fun stuff. Yeah, there's it's no rhyme or reason, and it's just giving bureaucrats more power so they can justify their jobs. So Bill C-10 failed with Trudeau calling snap elections, so this is now Bill C-11. Same thing. Same shit, different pile. Interestingly... I would like to have it on the record that the cat just bumped the mic. And not me. You are recorded on record doing that. <laughs> We're not going to have any Johnny Depp Amber Heard shit. There's a record of what's <laughs> happening right now. Excuse me. So, what I think was interesting about this is that YouTuber, that mid-tier YouTuber I, la- I watched, JJ McCullough, was called in... Okay, so before this bill is being discussed, there's a procedure procedure in Parliament where the politicians get a bunch of paid experts to. So originally it was supposed to be to challenge a it's or some it's like to be to challenge a bill, but depending on the government too, sometimes it's just used to justify the bill and how it's fine. So. The conservatives only got to call one person and the liberals got to call eight people or whatever the number is. Like two of them were executives from Bell or like people or sorry, communication people from Bell, the, the monopoly or sorry, oligopoly net, network in Canada. Do you mean the big three? Yeah, the big three. One of the th- well, the big three. Well, it's all it's it's all an oligopoly. They don't have to compete with any outside companies. Yeah. So it's kind of like American cable companies. Telus. Bell Rogers. I think I think it's Telus Bell Rogers. And then I mean Shaw's in there, but they only do. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Either way, point I think is Rogers only does um, mobile, and like, like the like internet like to go internet and then Shaw only does Shaw does maybe Shaw does what I don't fucking know shut the fuck up I don't know what I'm talking about Sorry. anyway I'd, I'd just like to link uh, I'd like to link the video um, of this YouTuber to this video just because this is he does a much more reasoned breakdown than what I'm possibly doing because yeah. we're only touching on this but it was he basically kind of does a really good breakdown about how the procedure typically goes but how again how this is just end up this is just liberal government getting experts air quoting to say how the bill is amazing and how it's great and it's going to revolutionize Canadian content Ooh. and create a thing. And then, yeah, so I guess it was just funny because in this whole thing they had, again, it was liberals didn't call any, they didn't call any YouTubers or any people that it would like any in people that are like these influencers that it would affect with unlike platforms like YouTube and these kind of thing, which are, it's yeah. its like own industry now. Oh yeah. And for a long time now. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, there's also, oh, there's also somebody from Quebec TV and stuff like that. It was really interesting, but it was just mostly like, oh, wow, this is great. So softball questions here and around there. But then there was a bit of challenging between this, again, YouTuber, or JJ McCullough, mm-hmm. and the Liberals, which was entertaining because he's famously critical because he's written articles about uh, critical about dual languaging in Canada with how most, like, so all the highest positions of power in Canada are basically locked off to 11% of the country that can speak both languages fluently. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's not a great sign of an open democracy and shit like that. And other, other issues like other issues. 
um, about kind of things. But my point, though, is that they brought this up and he challenged the question. He's like, what does this have to do with anything? And then they're like, oh, because it's all about making sure equal languaging stuff and that the French Canadian content is accessible to like the rest of Canada and blah, blah, blah. Okay, if that were true, then, um, in, then, then French immersion would be mandatory. And then also English immersion, which is actually a thing in Quebec, would be mandatory too. Mm-hmm. For Francophone people. So I can't do they that. could know English. That would obliterate their culture. <laughs> that would obliterate their unique French culture of Quebec. Oh, that's just not a Quebec thing. That's totally also like a France-French thing. No doubt. And no judgment on that, right? Your prerogative to whatever language you, whatever languages you want to speak and choose. Like, I'm not going out to learn, I'm on way, my way to learn French. But that is a solid point, though, that all the highest positions of power in Canada. So you can't, you can't tell everybody that anybody can be prime minister because you can't. Yeah. <laughs> 11%, of, 11% of the country gummy bear. Come on, man. And you know where they're all from? Ontario. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. <laughs> I actually don't know if they're all from Ontario, but now I want to check if they're all from that or Quebec or that area. Just like, I want to see, I want to know if we've had any prime ministers from another area of Canada. Genuinely curious. Interesting. Probably so, an easy look up. <laughs> the thing for next episode. Okay, fine, check it out. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, I just thought those. I thought the whole uh, thing with it, it was interesting. It's likely going to go through, and it'll be. We may, again, I don't know how podcasting is going to be effective, but we may be get like things like, "Are you CanCon now?" and blah, "Do you have the approval license?" What? I don't know. Would it that might, mean that we'd have to stop? As a, like, no, well, we wouldn't have to stop. It'd be that they could, like, they could, so theoretically, because we're not Canadian content, because we're not, the government doesn't say we're Canadian content, we're, like, we're just deprioritizing an algorithm already. And I'm not, I'm not saying, like, as a conspiracy, like, we're, oh, we're growing oh, at a rate. I see what you mean, yeah. But it's basically, like, because, so the whole point of, the whole point of Bill C-11 is to kind of, so you know how, like, all T, all Canadian broadcasting has to be like has to have a certain amount of Canadian content in it. So that would affect Netflix too. So that'd make like Netflix has to now fund air quote or like promote CanCon in their rhythm instead of just like letting you find it find it yourself. Okay, honestly, quick scroll through here. Mm-hmm. Um just on the Wikipedia I'm not seeing the names because it's on my phone, so I'm just, like, scrolling through the... Mm-hmm. What province or riding they won in. Um, and quite honestly, it's pretty... There's only been 23, and it's pretty diverse. Ooh, I'm there's wrong. There's one of Sweet. them, the third... Sorry. No, I like it when I'm wrong. <laughs> um, the, the first two, their riding was in Ontario. And then the third is... Oh, John A. McDonald. Um, started with he, Ontario. Um, when he was he was elected, I guess three times. Mm-hmm. Um, then Wilfrid Laurier. And he, um, his first writing was in Victoria, BC, just here on the island. And then his, and then he was elected again in one writing being in Ontario, and then the second writing also being in Ontario, but a different place in Ontario. So it's interesting he started in BC and then and then with Ontario. But then we got Quebec 
We got Nova Scotia on t- on Tarragon. Oh, that's weird. We're gonna talk about that. This one says, "Did not hold the uh, the seventh prime minister, Charles Tupper." Um, his writing was, "Did not hold a seat in legislature." What the fuck? <laughs> so I want to do some research on him, and then we got we got Quebec, we got Nova Scotia, we got. Uh, Manitoba, we got Saskatchewan, we got, yeah, it's pretty, Oh, I'm... we got Alberta a few times, um, yeah. Oh, there's another did not hold that seat. I don't want to know what that means. That's interesting. So you're going to be honest, I'm happy I'm wrong because I'm an asshole. BC. So when I'm, so if when I'm wrong, yeah. usually that's like a good thing. So fuck yeah. So that's, that's cool. So it is a little bit, a little bit spread. I mean, definitely a little bit more in the East, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, well, it's higher population density. I think density. BC was only like two times on that one. No, I'd, well, according to because they have more districts, more seats, more higher population density, that makes uh, sense to be more the, likely. First past the post kind of does that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, it was like it was the origin. It was where everyone like it was the origin of where everything started in Canada before. Like we're the yeah. most we're the most underdeveloped part, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's because of the northerns. Because they can't handle the wilderness. True. They don't know what to do when they see a deer. <laughs> okay. Sorry, so, lived experience. So you were going to talk about... Uh... Uh, pure polysci. Sorry. Pure polymorph. Mm-hmm. No, wait. Okay, I got it. Pure polyorderv with two accents over the E. <laughs> <laughs> pure polyev. Okay. The Canadian conservative... Oh, yeah, so Canadian Conservative candidate. What? Oh, I just revert. Sorry, before we get into Pierre Polyodorov, quick thing is going to be everyone wants to bring up, because we did think this was funny, but <laughs> it was like, I-, I had a good laugh about it. Do you want to say it? I'm just trying to look up the exact quote so I don't get it wrong because it was so, so funny. Okay, so for anybody <laughs> that's not online and Twitter, so there was oh shit. Was it Vic, no no shit? What's the what's the magazine again? Sports Illustrated. Uh, yeah, I think. So. Okay, so there's Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition model, and the woman <laughs> that they picked has like an average body shape, so she's like a little bit chunky. She's chubby. Just a little bit chubby, yeah. She's not even like a little bit chunky. She's a little bit chubby. And Jordan Peterson compared putting her on the magazine to fascism or something. So he just felt the need to share his opinion on this, which was just like, really? (laughs) You don't have to share every thought, man. So what he said was just absolutely like, oh no. Get, get, Get off the internet. Stop. He said, sorry, period. Not beautiful, period, and and no amount of off and no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that. Period. 
You know, on Twitter, you can only have so many characters, so him adding the periods is very pointed. <laughs> well, the period is to show his, his undissatisfaction with and the it's chubby just lady. Okay. And he's just been roasted, which is just, like, appropriate, but it's just, like, really... The like, roast... Well, the roasting is what was making like, me laugh. I'm sorry, were people, like, around him, like, what do you think of the Sports Illustrated cover model this year for the... Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and also, it's just... Sorry, but, like, first of all, if he had... If he'd just been like, sorry, not beautiful, and not the other part, it would have been like, ew, like, you know, kind of just like, we don't, who cares? I don't care. <laughs> like, well, that would actually what? seem like, like something Donald Trump would treat, like, not beautiful, ew. Like, you know, that it seems like, like just being an mm. asshole, like, just being an asshole. But then, the, no and no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that. It's just like, are people trying to. Like force you to find that attractive, Jordan, and like <laughs> I'm not even like. Can I tell you my fa- Can I tell you my favorite tweet burn on him? Was I? I don't know who the, who did this, but it was. He said, "It sounds like Jordan Beerson tried to jerk off to it, but they couldn't, so he rage tweeted instead." He doesn't know how to properly look up porn. He's just like he used to always get the swimsuit model, and this this year it's just it's not doing it. It's really frustrating. <laughs> it's yeah. Again, sorry, we can't say it enough. No, I but... mean like uh, I don't want to be disrespectful, but it's just like he's like, oh, I'm not. No, trust me, I'm not a right wing misogynist. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna say like it's just again, you don't have to share every thought. Okay. Like yeah, I know it's it's gross. It's like um, it reminds me of when um I I can't remember his name exactly um. Stefan Molyneux or something like that um he he tweeted something like he was like happy birthday Taylor Swift your eggs are dying (laughs) (laughs) you know like just something creepy and it's like ew like you're like 55 again I I did the 55 thing again he's probably even older it's objectively true though maybe like how true is it I don't know, I'm so, but I'm it's just like, it's just like everyone was like, again, it's like, it reminds me of that because it happened a few years ago and the, sorry, the reaction from the internet, like, it were, like, it is really similar of like, just like, like, yeah, like, no one asked for your opinion, like, why? Well, my know, thing like, of it that's is, kinda, like, it's kind of creepy and no one asked for your opinion. And also, <laughs> well, so you know how I think most people look at that is most people look at the cover of Swims, of, of. Okay, so maybe let's clarify things. So if they had like had a morbidly obese person on there, and they're like Sports Illustrated, that would have been kind of funny. That would have been funny, but they just had somebody that was just kind of like chubby. So most people would just see that someone who's just like a normal. And also, that picture I'm sure was photoshopped to fuck as it's, as well. Well, they're probably still photoshopped because she was maybe she's even chubbier, and then did like they only have one or a little no, bit no, chubby. We don't want to. I don't want to get into details. Can, can about I just can I just say can I say my bit though? Yeah. I'm saying I feel like most people would just look at that and be like, oh, Sports Illustrated and Swimson issue. And then if you're like into that, you'd go buy it. And if you weren't into that, you'd just be like, okay, and you go on with your day. <laughs> Jordan Peterson, though, saw that and was like, not only am I not into that, I would like to tell everyone that follows me but on the internet that, that I'm feels, not into that. Uh, that he feels like he's tr- he's being forced to. Yeah. <laughs> It's like secretly, and you know, we don't, we, you know, we don't know is that secretly Gordon Pearson is being abducted in the middle of the night by the government. And he's still put, exist for you to no. Photoshop skinny people still exist for you to go jerk, jerk off to. Just go on Instagram, Jordan. No one told 
Jordan about Instagram. <laughs> you know, <laughs> someone what, needs to tell him about Instagram. <laughs> you know, you know, I sympathize with Jordan Peterson because what we don't know is the untold story about how he's abducted by the government in the middle of the night and he's strapped <laughs> into one of those clockwork orange machines and forced to look at ch- like chubby porn. And he's like trying to hypnotize <laughs> for it, and he's fighting it all he can. Then he's returned home, and then his, he wakes up with these nightmares. Give him PTSD. He, that, he wakes up with these nightmares, and his wife is like, "What's up, sweetie?" He's like, "Oh, I had the worst nightmare of this clockwork orange all over again." And that's I so I sympathize with them. I think that's obviously what's happening, and this is obviously a case of PTSD from the government trying to force him. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Again, I want to clarify. I don't explicitly dislike him, but I this was no, important. This I was mean, this yeah, was in poor taste. <laughs> this is funny. Just, yeah, he got he got properly roasted. And he's a Canadian. It's so this, all, it was also really funny. Be, it, the extra funny part, I think, was him being like, he he got roasted, and then he was like, I'm I'm gonna take a break from the internet. My team's gonna do stuff for me, I guess. And then he like immediately just started tweet. Like he just never stopped. He like actually <laughs> never st- like classic. It's like holy shit. Jordan Peterson, like, went full class. He's doing a classic internet fame arc. Like, quite honestly, if you think about it, he's doing all the things. He's having all those peaks of, like, moments that you usually see. <laughs> interesting. That's an interesting theory. Oh, let's see where that is in, like, ten years. Yep. Okay. So, back to... Snap to... Smack back to reality. Oop, there goes gravity. Small spaghetti. <laughs> Back to Peter Polyev. So, he's... So, okay, here's what, what's interesting about him, is that he seems to have, like, a pretty big YouTube presence. Like, he has about 20... I think he has, like, 2200K subscribers. more, A little bit more than that, maybe. Wow. And that's more than the Canadian government has to its channel, where Justin Trudeau does his talks. <laughs> And I think that's, uh, I think that one, again, I think like, it's up to like, regular. Oh, yeah, so with CanCon, that stuff will be prioritized, just so we're clear. <laughs> Yay. Because that's Canadian content, is Justin Trudeau of lecturing everybody about how he feels and what he's sorry about. So, but anyway, though, so Pierre Polyev, he's, uh, he's been doing stuff this month. There's conservative debates that were kind of a shit show, but were kind of funny. Because they were doing, like, a thing. So, okay, I think one was fine, but the other one was the hosted by the conservative party and they had some weird rules this time like you're not allowed to talk about the prime minister and if you did they'd play a sand they would like give time to your opponent and they would like play a sad trombone sound like a de- like you know a, a direction <laughs> what? like joke what so yeah it was really weird it was so this is real life this is real life i i can send you the episode that covered it, the the thing that covered it but the yeah so it was it was just like, why did they do that? Because again, like I understand they want to maybe limit people from just like railing on Trudeau, like about thing, like about everything, right? Like talk about what you're gonna do. So they want to, mm-hmm. they I get, I see, it seems I see, I think I think I understand what they're trying to do, but it does seem like you have to be able to be like, yeah, so the prime minister did this, but I will do that. You know what I mean? Like just not just like not refer to him like it doesn't exist. Justin is still there. It's like. Uh, yeah. but again, I still feel like there's a big 
desire for Canadian YouTube to turn Pierre Polly Evans like a Ben Shapiro type with like the snippy like he does <gasps> owns this. Totally one hundred percent don't like that shit. Uh, well, another good thing too, and this is kind of where I thought like on guard for the went retarded for a day was they were comparing him to like he's the Canadian Trump. It's like no. no. Not remotely. No, what's his face? What was that? Uh, the Shark Tank guy, Kevin... Yeah, he's, he's Kevin, Canadian. He, Kevin he Lancaster or something. O'Leary? O'Leary. Oh, it is Kevin O'Leary. Yeah, like, he, yeah like he's, he tried... He was Canada Trump. He tried for a second to... In the Conservative Party, and then... Yeah. It didn't work out. I think uh, that was when Andrew Shear won. He tried for, like, half a second. He, like, got his, like, extra boost of, like, fame by doing interviews about about it like that's probably all i really wanted mm. but if he had gone any further i think he would have been the true the true version of that like but milder like more canadian because yeah. i don't think that kevin o'leary is nearly an, a, on a trump level like i don't think he's that bad <laughs> yeah i know i agree is that i, I because think he, i don't he, think because i think kevin o'leary is actually like he's like um like an actual businessman where like trump he's is functionally done act- things trump is just an actor and that was his whole point. <laughs> yeah. No, that, I think that's a, that. That seems like an accurate assumption. Yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, Kev, uh, Kevin O'Leary. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know shit about his politics. He strikes me as like a libertarian type, though. Just like open market. You know what I mean? Mm, shit like that. I think he's definitely. I don't know. I can't remember. Who doesn't matter anyway, though. But point is, Pierre Polyev is not Canadian Trump. He's just like. It's kind of like. Kind of just like an accountant that's on your ass. <laughs> He's like, the spending is off put. Like, why is the spending so off here? We need to cut some of this stuff. Oh, I won't get to that, though, because we had a, because he did a podcast with Wit JP. Yeah. Jordy Peets. I, I didn't watch all of it. I did. Good. I cleaned my house while I listened to it, so. <laughs> Fitting. Yeah. It was uh, just, again just like multitasking, and that was the whole point of it. And uh, it wasn't like it wasn't terrible, but also I wanted to see where it went, right? Because I wanted to see like just talk about his platforms. Uh, Jordan Peterson brought up woke shit because of course he did, and I don't even remember that part of the conversation because I didn't care. But it was, uh, but okay. So here's the thing. Oh yeah, this also is the thing though that kind of came off as like um, that was on Canadian Reddit that pissed me off. That was like okay. So during the podcast. Jordan Peterson asks Pure Nerve that how do you like, what do you think is makes you popular as a candidate or like or something about your communication? And then he, I think, yeah, so I think Pure Nerve said that he speaks clearly and concisely and he just kind of like his words get like, you know what I mean? Just to the point about what he says. And then at some point in that, in that paraphrase that I just butchered, he said, I speak in clear Anglo-Saxon words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was trending. It was like on Canadian Reddit being like, it's a dog whistle for white supremacy. And it's like, no, that's, it's like a historical thing. So. Yeah. I saw a lot of people though, reasonably talking about like how Anglo-Saxon like doesn't even mean what he thinks it means. And like, blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, that makes sense. So like, so like, it does make sense that people might take it as like coded racism of just like whatever but it's like that's but he but you know what he thinks it means well i guess and you know what i'm gonna say right now is like my biggest problem is like like with um aaron o'toole and andrew Shear, they never do talk about in their campaigns uh correct me if again please 
always correct me if I'm wrong, if you find something that I'm wrong about. But they never do talk about um, what they're going to do for the indigenous communities, especially those without water like that. Mm. That's like, there was, you know, a mass um, self-deletion. Can't say the S word. Oh. Um, in a community that had no water like quite a few years ago and um you know th- there's a there's a lot of flack to the liberals and the NDP about like you talk about it but you don't do anything which is completely fair because they should absolutely not just fucking talk about it and do anything but the conservative leaders don't talk about it at all and like that's like well you you should talk about it you, like if you're gonna say that you're not if you're you know, because I don't think that, like, the majority of conservatives are like, if you're conservative, you're racist. I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that, like, okay, most racists might be conservative, but that doesn't mean that most conservatives are, race- are racist, if that makes sense. Like, I can, I don't know about that. Maybe that's, maybe that is true, maybe it's not. But I could, I would never say that outright, like, because I don't know that. I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. Right, because I know lots of people who would say they're conservative who aren't. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's. But what I—that's what I would like to see from those leaders too. Like, what are you going to do about that to help them? If you're talking about you're gonna, you're gonna do this for Canadians, you're gonna do that, you're gonna help us all. Like, well, then what are you gonna do for them though, specifically? Because they're out there. Tiffy. And they need help. And they're Canadians. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Uh, and I, well, I was going to get to like, so, okay, you are completely right in that he has no platform for anything indigenous based. Uh, and, uh, hey, doesn't that come off as racist? Like, if you're, if you're going to be saying, hey, I'm not racist, then talk about that. Then just, then just don't be scared and talk about it. But then they're scared. Well, maybe I, maybe may- they're scared of food. Okay, can I just say something though? Because I yeah, listen, I listened to one ninety-minute podcast of him talking, and they talked about other shit. Like it oh, wasn't yeah, like, okay. you know what I mean? I was going to clarify. Like I took some notes here, but it's not like it, it's like I gotta gotta look at more, find out more footage on on him if he's going to be the leader. Like I'll find more. I want to find more footage on him. So I'm not. This okay. is what I found out. So assuming things, but if more, but here's what I want to say about the Anglo-Saxon thing. Can I can I say the historical thing? Because one thing I thought was made that was a, I don't think it was an unreasonable point is that he's on the Jordan Peterson podcast. Jordan Peterson pontificates all sorts of fancy ass shit. Oh my God. So Pierre Polyev is just like, he's trying to like, you know what I mean? He's trying to do his thing. Right. But if I, so I'll watch this. If you watch a shit ton of Pierre Polyev's little mini YouTube videos, they're like five minutes long. It is a thing. Like is it's interesting one on the big, on the nickel and stuff like that. And the material that they're made of and shit like that. And the value and inflation and shit like that. And that's this whole thing. And again, I have issues with some of the, sh- a lot of the shit he's saying, some of the shit he's saying, but he's, this is what his kind of rough platform is, but he's very, like, he's very pro business dude. Uh, sorry. And so that's all I'm saying. And so uh, for, for the Anglo-Saxon thing though, cause we can just finish that and then move on. Sorry. No, historically, so there was a point when the Normans, which were like what the French were before they were the French, like invaded England and then they took over and then they, there was a split of dialect, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to give, sorry, I want to give this credit to Oversimplified for on, for history on YouTube. 
because they just do kind of cliff notes on history, which is really, in a really awesome animated way. But so Norman words were more posher and refined, like the fancy French stuff. And then the Anglo-Saxon words were like the more unrefined peasant words. So a, Nor- a Norman would enter a chamber, but an Anglo would enter a room. A Norman would purchase a blouse, but an Anglo would buy a shirt. And yes, these are still with us nowadays. A Norman would be beautiful, an Anglo would be fair. And then also, this is one for cooks. So <laughs> Anglo-Saxons raised cows, pigs, and sheep. But once they're served for on a Norman table, beef, pork, mutton. Wow. Yeah. So just once again to anybody that likes history. That's so cool. I like that. Yeah. Oversimplified in history. Uh, the Anglo-Saxon, or no, it was the Battle of Hastings is the video. Mm. And it's, but so I'm just saying that if you, if you cliff notes a history thing, he's just talking about like, again, the commoner word, right? And yeah. if anything, I'd say it's maybe a little bit insulting, but not like, I wouldn't say it's fucking, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say it's uh, like racist. No, but... people took a little bit too, too much out of that, I think. Yeah. Well, one more thing I want to say about that too, because this is, um, like I don't again, I don't want to compare him to Trump, but I want to compare communication. But I want to compare communication though, because this is a point that a pundit in the U.S. has made that I think is a really good one. His name is Kyle Kalinsky. But so there's like different articles about how political leaders are talking at like a less eloquently and like at a lower grade level usually. Like I think Trudeau when he does speeches, they're at like a ninth grade level where he graduated. Sorry, it's a bit of a joke, but like you, that's they're... impossible. He was a drama teacher. Remember, fellow teacher. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's a fellow teacher. Is a drama teacher really? Do you have to learn know anything about teaching you, to be no, a drama you teacher? No, you do have to get some like at least. You just have to make sure you're not a pedo, and that's a that's the bar for entry. I don't know. I assume you need at least a bachelor's to do anything. I'm just making a joke. I'm just making a joke about drama teachers. I'm just being harsh on them. Okay. I have my de- I have demons. <laughs> demons with my drama teacher. What I'm trying to say about the communication level of leaders, because this also goes in the U.S. too, where like Obama was only speaking at like a 12th grade level and so on, and Donald Oosh. Trump, exactly. So it's they're just less, and because if you listen to old like addresses of the past, they sound a lot more fancy and like eloquent and stuff like that, higher words and shit like that. But the thing that Kyle Kalinske says about Trump is that people, like, make fun of how dumb and, like, simple is, like, the slogans are, like, blah, blah, and you just build that wall and crap like that. But he says that it punches through. Like, USA. USA. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it doesn't work as well with Canada or Italy. That's <laughs> true. Germany. France. Britain! It doesn't work as well. USA. We like, that's Norway. the perfect chance. Norway! Africa! <laughs> that's, not, that's a continent, not a country. E- There's... Can you not cheer for an entire continent? Ethiopia. <laughs> the other... Egypt. Georgia! The African one! <laughs> <laughs> you know, USA is the only one where that chant works so well, which is why it works so well. So... Again, my thing is though, and you I couldn't g- even do it with the full one. I think that's the thing with Pierre Polyev is that he speaks clearly in all these videos. He's just pretty clear and concise about what he wants to do, and it. Again, I think he's a more punchy speaker than like Trudeau. Again, Trudeau just sounds like he sounds he sounds like a boring teacher. That 
is a little bit like talking down to you. I have a question. Shoot. Since you watched the whole interview, did Jordan Peterson ask him about telling the truth? Because isn't that the most important thing, no matter what words you use, is if you're telling the truth or not? Wouldn't old Jordan Peterson agree? Probably. Did he ask? I'm curious to know. I have to double check that. I don't distinctly remember it. Because there was that one time he tried to have a podcast with Sam Harris, and they just argued the whole time about what the meaning of truth was. Right. And it was the grandiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> right, 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 right. I forgot about that. So it'd be interesting to to see if Jordan even asked about it. So quick thing, just ending, finishing up here on uh, Pierre, is he... So he's like super focused on deregulation, basically, and he says deregulation to build industry, to build up Canadian industries, but I'm sure that's going to come with like environmental cra- clashes, like with deforestation mm-hmm. and shit like that. But you can't argue with, okay, but again, so something that one thing, but then he talks about some environmental things that I thought was actually a pretty good argument for that is we import a lot of our oil and resources from overseas if we and cause, because we're very re- we're, and we're very resource rich ourselves so if we just processed and did it ourselves we would say it'd be more environmentally friendly to process it and use it here ourselves than to use it from overseas where like China uses coal still and I was like that's I, I think that's a good argument you know what I mean like I yeah. can't I, I can't I gotta say uh well, it's, it seems like he's always on it with the finance. Yeah. Which, which is probably going to be pretty important for any government. He, oh yeah, he uh, also wants to defund the CBC, which I agree yeah. with. CBC, all they do is rehash American shit anyway. They don't need, they don't need any money from the government. They're fine. We can spend that money. Maybe we can get that, you can spend that money on getting clean water to people. I don't have an, I don't understand enough to have an argument so you're right probably <laughs> was, and cbc is just cancon yeah, like and a half the I, I argue that there's enough i think we're i think we'd be fine without it canada it wouldn't implode some people would lose their jobs <laughs> some people like makeup people and crap like that would lose their jobs but they could it would just the cbc doesn't need to be funded by the government okay there's enough canadian there's enough media out there canadian media without it being like paid for by them Oh yeah, sorry. I think that's all I had for Pierre Polyev. I think I just had uh, one more thing about how just politicians hate or people hate it when politicians pontificate after like it's like being lectured by a former substitute teacher. Just not fun. Yeah, yeah. And if you do, again, if you watch you like Pierre Polyev's like YouTube videos, the short snippy ones, it's it's good as well. I did it. It's and you know when he meets with people at the end of his rallies who are just like he always meets somebody people with asking questions. So he's he's doing like a real man of the people thing kind of going on compared to Trudeau, who did try to go into rallies across Canada and got booed everywhere. Um, were you going to mention the. They always like, well, I've, I've the gun thing. Oh, yeah, that I was I was, but going to but or do you do you want to take a break in a second here? Do you need yeah. to take a break? OK, yes. Okay, let me just end. Let me just end with this. Um, these last two things before we go into 
Yeah, the last thing, because it'll be the gun thing. Last two things I want to say is quick, like, I think are good things, is that apparently in Canada, I think it was I think it was BC, but it might be wrong, we're looking to build a small nuke reactor in, by 2028, which is great, because that's zero emissions. Yeah, it's zero carbon emissions. It's a lot safer than it was back, like, when they were made back in the day. Yeah, funny story. Um... And dump it all in Ontario. Sorry, tell me your story. No, I can't be concise enough with it. This is just me, like, just being like, oh, I know, like, random okay. things. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's not concise. Okay. I have not one, one more thing. <laughs> Can I say one more thing? I'm having way too much fun, so. Justin Josephine Trudeau, Joe Biden's wife, and Bono went to Ukraine to give Zelensky a high five. Although Bonnie, Bono just did finger pistols. Oh my god, I hate Bono. Okay, I don't know if he actually did the finger pistols, but yeah, they they went to Ukraine and that was the thing on that was the thing on online for a day to show their support. I feel like you don't know about the thing I was talking about. The noose. Oh yes, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're talking about it. Well, again, I thought it would just be more like the the gun stuff would be more of a discussion anyway, so I'm just bringing it up before then. But break time. Sorry. T. So finishing up beyond the coast here. We. So yeah, the. Okay, so Justin went across Canada to rally or whatever, as the Prime Minister does. And he was protested in multiple locations and there was a bunch of random bullshit. He canceled a one place because some dudes BC were. BC in general. It was in BC. Was it all, all of BC? Um, that's what i read it was just like he wasn't coming to be seen mm. i so somebody there i guess they were protesting with a noose and so he, he canceled bc altogether and i thought that was no. so don't get me wrong i don't agree with that i don't think that we need to kill the prime minister we just need to vote him out of office yeah grow up I'm a child. I chuckled when I saw it. <laughs> but you know what, though? I kind of also thought that the person that did that was just kind of an asshole. Like, obviously, they were just like a dumb asshole. Yeah. I don't think that people, crowds of people were really rallying to hang Justin Trudeau. I imagine it was one asshole. Because it wasn't like, it wasn't any kind of secret of plot to try to do something, right? It was... <laughs> It was yeah, just, but I mean, at the same time, it's very it's tasteless. Like, it's incredibly tasteless. It's it's okay. So when tr when uh, there was the trucker convoy mm. in Ontario, um, and Trudeau was like, "Oh no, I may have had a coronavirus uh, contact. I'm going to go into quarantine." It was like really, like that was a little bit like silly. But then like the whole news thing is like. I don't, I don't really blame him. Like, would you want to? Oh, I don't blame him for that. I'm not. I'm not crapping on him. For this. Oh, sorry, I don't want you. And I don't also, mean... the person who did it, like, kind of fuck you. Like, we would want him to come visit to have like the public discourse with him. Like, what happened? Like, he knows. He knows he's not liked in BC. Like, with um the the one um panel that he did in panel is probably not the, not the right word, but he was doing his round in BC for um, the election before and in Nanaimo there's like um, 
videos of his like he was in like a probably i think it was like a school gym or something and there was one guy like heckling him being like <laughs> like you're just being yelled at but like and this was and that was you know fine he ended up having to leave but it was like okay so that's a good example of like not a violent way to to show your um discontent and I think a lot of people like were like yeah like kind of like oh yeah that guy that one guy who was yelling at Trudeau from the crowd but then there was the when the impromptu election happened and there was people throwing rocks at him not cool um he's he's planning to do a tour of BC yeah maybe let's not make him have a convenient excuse to not do that by having someone threaten to kill him because it is because that does give him a very valid excuse not to come here and address citizens here which is something that we need he needs you know as a leader you need to go it's a huge country and he needs to come around here and and hear us out even if he doesn't fucking like it even if we don't like him or if he's hearing from people who don't like him he needs to hear it. And now we don't get that, that opportunity because one asshole gave him a really, really convenient excuse not to do that. A valid one, honestly, cause, because I, I might do the same if I was in his position. I agree. It's the thing. So I would... I want to clarify, like, how I'm just... Again, I'm, I'm, being, I'm joking about all of this. I'm not... Again, I don't in no way support... Like, I don't, not supporting the new sky remotely. I chuckled when I first saw it, and then I'd like, again, I didn't think, I didn't think about it, and that was very well thought out, Gummy Bear. Like, uh, like how you articulated that very well, because I'm being a child about it. (laughs) But to be fair, too, how base would it have been if he came anyway and just had his security, like, on point, (laughs) had extra security on point? Wouldn't that have been base? And then he still. It would have been way more action hero. Yeah, see? But he. So and I'm not and I'm not and I I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna say Trudeau just I'm not gonna say he wussed out because I'm not gonna say he wussed out because tweet like you know he's he probably was waiting for he'll come here for a vacation but not not for that yeah well yeah we'll go we'll go we'll go visit him in Tofino oh my god oh my god Mr Trudeau okay if Trudeau if we got wind of Trudeau being in Tofino and we actually had time. To go just be like, I like I wouldn't want to harass him, just be like, binoculars, like, da-da-da-da, there he is surfing, menacingly. <laughs> Sir, where's your six-pack? These years how, have not been nice to you. How did you use, how did you lose the Christmas weight? Was it lipo? Are your eyebrows real? <laughs> Does one think independently of the other one? Okay, sorry. I would never do that, by the way. I would. So, <laughs> okay, so, sorry, my whole point, though, with the rally thing, though, was that there was another stop, though, I think in another area of the country, though, where people were yelling things at him, and then, like, I think Legacy Media had ended up, uh, Legacy Media had ended up, like, spinning it, like, oh, people were saying racist things towards him, but then that didn't, <laughs> that didn't come out to be true, though. Like, there's no footage of it. So, you know, so it's just one of those things. CBC. Pixar didn't happen. 
yeah, so that's kind of where we're at with that. I'm just saying, so it's any negative press he's getting is getting that. Not excuse for Mr. Noose guy. That guy is a giant retard. So... Thanks, buddy. You ruined it for all of us. As for the rock, I do want to comment on the rocks thing, though, because I like how France does it. They throw flour and eggs at their politicians, which I think is fair. That's nobody gets hurt. And it's like, shame on you. Flour. That's really fun. Like, just. I would throw, you know. not threaten people with violence. Oof, you so know what I do? We can have a proper discussion. You know what I do? With the people who we need to. I'd run up to, I'd run up to Trudeau while he's surfing at Tofino and throw a flower at him and run away. <laughs> It's like bag of flour. I know, I know you mean like I know you mean like bag, ten, ten, ba- ten flour pound bag of flour for baking, but I just keep thinking flour like you're gonna throw like dandelions in his face. Oh, that'd be better. <laughs> just get a pile. Just get a basket of dandelions. Just, just run away. <laughs> get arrested. <laughs> I assaulted him with flour. I assaulted the prime minister with flowers. I do it again. <laughs> Okay. That feels like with flowers, like that feels reminiscent of like Vietnam 1970s flower protests, like peace, peace, the hippie protesting. Oh, you know, we could do that. I could do poppies and make it patriotic. I'm like, it's CanCon! <laughs> <laughs> this is for CanCon! <laughs> I like that a lot. Okay, so last thing, last part of Beyond the Coast Justin and Guns. Oh, no. So, again, we're not going to go back into the Uvalde shooting, but capitalizing, never being one to not capitalize on a tragedy, Justin Trudeau's pa- passing some gun legislation to get some easy points with his v- with his voter base because hardcore gun nuts already didn't vote for Trudeau, so he can just win back some <clears> of his street cred from the soccer moms that like to, do- that like to vote for him. Yeah, no, it just seems like a really unnecessary... Um thing to announce um because of the way that gun law is already structured in canada also correct me if this is wrong i overheard a conservative person i know talking about how there was a canadian gun seller who is a vet who may has made records amount of money of people now s- suddenly rushing to buy guns before before this before this uh goes through and I don't know if that's true that like, actually sounds like like some shit that like an uninformed person would make up or like hear like for like you know off the cuff so I'd actually like to know <laughs> if that's true or not <laughs> I think that I think that they're mo- whenever it's it's really kind of our market thing is if you uh, do anything that affects goods being accessible, that will raise the demand for them immediately. Yes. Yeah. So that does make sense. That would happen. So like it's probably it's it's it, I think it's a very believable thing. I'm not sure if it would work, but here, here's what I want to go into it because actually I read I went to the government page for that. We can easily cite that cite this too for this. But so the legislation, again, and I'm not like super hardcore pro get pro gun. I think we should. I think Canadians should be able to own guns. Like I think Australia is like way too draconian with that shit. But Canada, I think we have. We think we're at a good place. Although I have a couple of good insights from my dad, who I'll credit here in a bit here with his credentials. But okay. he had. I think he had some really good insight um, into the whole into the gun thing as, as a whole thing. Because again, it was uh, clarifying for anyone outside the U.S. that doesn't already know. The United States has an absurd amount of guns 
compared to people in their country. And it's one of the reasons and accessibility and accessibility, culture, second amendment, all that kind of shit. A lot of reasons why it's just a big, huge mess in, in the U S but what's very frustrating about this is that Canada's gun issues and the U S gun issues are not remotely on the same scale. It's like, we're a molehill and they have a mountain of an issue. It's a significantly different like scale, right? Like we'd be closer to compare to like Britain. Poor Stubby, just bashing her head in the door. She thought she would push the door open, but it was closed. So you just bash it with your head. <laughs> poor Stubby. It's just when you just hear a bonk. <laughs> oh, I thought the crew, crew oh, was baby. I thought the crew was drunk again and bashed into the door. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. So sorry. So I was finishing on my, the whole intro between gun. Like, yeah, say our gun regulation is. I think, again, I think the UK has stricter gun regulation, but so ours would be closer to Europe, where it's like, I think there's a little bit more. It's, yeah. And that's also because hunting is part of, and the big thing part of that is hunting, too, because hunting's not as big of a deal in, like, the UK and places like that. Like, it's only for rich people, where public hunting... I don't know if that's true. Because uh, a lot of, I think it is true, though, because I think a lot of forced land in the UK is, like, privately I owned. I don't know anything about the UK, so I can't... It's the king's land. Way. We'll talk about that. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about that after, after the podcast. Okay. So anyway, though, so we the, have strict as gun gun laws. We do. We have very strict gun laws, but guns are accessible. But so here's <laughs> what the new gun legislation says: with the cliff notes of it on from the web page itself, from the government's mouth. So national freeze on handguns. So I just think that means that no more can be like sold, essentially. Uh, they are taking away the firearms licenses of those involved in domestic violence or criminal harassment i.e. stalking. Hell yeah. That's cool. That's good. Good. They're increasing penalties for criminals, strengthening and strengthening border security for okay. guns. And again, that's just, that's harsher penalties. So that'll, and then also that'll affect the economy of crime, so to speak. That's trying to uh, mitigate any uh, very illegal gun trade. Yeah, and the, well, the automatic thing is actually an interesting loophole, which I'll get into in, in, in a bit here because that was my dad's commenting on that. But okay. it's also, oh yeah, sorry, it's going to address intimate partner slash gender based violence and self harm involving firearms. That was actually I. Sorry, I, can you repeat that for me? Sorry, they're so they're going to address intimate partner slash gender based violence and self harm involving firearms. Okay, was that not already a thing? <laughs> uh, apparently, like he'd... any violence involving firearms, is was that not already a priority? Regardless, uh, apparently not. Now it's gender based. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> it's well, it's a Trudeau bill. It has to have something gender based in there. Otherwise, it's not a real Trudeau bill. You threaten your you threaten your partner with a gun. Eh. Well, we haven't passed a specific extra. <laughs> it's in case layer. the days do it because right now all the constitution is about hims and hers so if a day commits a crime it's like oh I'm neither. <laughs> Shouldn't every law be like that though? I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm making a joke. I don't honestly, know. Honestly. I understand the joke that you're making of like <laughs> ah, like all the like, all that stuff but like okay like sh- like honestly most laws should just be gender gender neutral right? Like, I think well I think it depends on the language. It matter I don't know. I imagine using the gun. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I don't, I don't know anything to do about that either. I assume most of them were, uh, except for yeah, some. Except right? for like okay, some. Mostly. Well, probably there's like obviously 
probably religious fundamental countries where that's not the case. Because I know like there's some Middle Eastern company, countries where it's okay, if you kill a Jew, it's okay. I'm not saying that's okay, but that's just true. Yes. I think that was actually, I think that might have been Lebanon. I don't know. Okay. We're going to move right past that. Anyway. So. Oh, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing I thought was interesting. And this is why I actually wanted, I did bring up, like, one of the be specific, aside from mentioning Trudeau cashing in on cheap political points. But the Uvalde shooting specifically. So the big thing with this shooter in for Uvalde is that, like, he was one of those dudes where people in his graduating class joked that he would be a school shooter he announced it on, like, social media. He told a bunch of people he was going to do it. So, like, there were, like, so many red flags out of this fucker. It was unbelievable. And he was able to, still able to get a gun. And we and know those red that. flags. And no one helped him. Or stopped him or any of these things. It, like, Have you seen the dirties? No. Oh, well, like, is that Dirty John? That, no. Okay, never mind. Called the dirties. No, I have not. So, point is, though... I'm just saying, though, so, okay, so here's what I thought was interesting about the, the most interesting part about this bill that he's putting through. So the red flag law, in the short version, sorry, of it, is if someone starts showing signs of potential danger to oneself or others, they can be requested to give over their guns. 5150. Someone has to fucking listen to the people. Usually, they tell people first. I don't know what 5150 means. But... Um, that means involuntary, um, like, um... Mental health, invol like you're not like you're not like voluntarily checking yourself into mental health. You're fifty one fifty, in America means like you're like involuntarily sent to mental health for what like many of of course a wide variety of reasons. I don't think I'm not sure it's I'm not sure if that's I'm not sure if it's full like that. It's just that they can take away your guns if you're starting to like do things like again yeah. I, I I had to okay so that one was like longer written out and I had to paraphr- I paraphr- super paraphrase that one. But that was the gist of it, and that was what I thought was interesting, though, because I was like, yeah, because that's kind of... So that one's on point, but again, the timing of it is like, eh, you greaseball. You mean Justin Trudeau with the... Doing it like... Oh, he's... Well, the thing is, is that is that like we don't have these problems in Canada because we already have such strong restrictions, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, like the... And everyone's like, well, more restrictions won't help the illegal gun trade, and it's like, yeah, but... Do you know, like, um, if I asked you right now, if I was like, hey, if I was like, hey, you better get a gun, a legal gun, within a week, or I'll fucking murder you and your whole family, um, are you going to be able to do it? Do you know how to get a legal gun? Are you saying legal or illegal? Illegal. Okay. Yeah. To access the illegal gun trade? I know five people. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, maybe you're the wrong. <laughs> like, I think the average person just isn't going to be able to just have, if they're if they're feeling um, psychologically imbalanced or like might have a predilection to to do something like that, mm-hmm. um, getting a gun illegally in Canada <laughs> is not going to be that fucking easy. Like, it's going to require so much work. You have to make like you have to be like. You have to get in with gangs and in major you, cities. Like you can't just be like, "Hey, kid, hey, do you know where to buy a gun?" Illegally. Did you ever see the Bill Burr bit on that? No, no. He does a thing like that where he makes a joke saying no, that I, like a lot of these ki- a lot of these school shoot- yeah he's like a lot of these school shooters are like autistic but they're getting these guns legally. Like that's an issue because if they had to go to the streets, like they wouldn't be able to do it. Imagine like one of them walking yeah. around the black market and be like, "Guns, guns." <laughs> 
my god. <laughs> I don't I don't know what special that was from, but that was one of his Netflix specials. It was fucking hilarious. Oh my god, I have to review this. Yeah. Bilber's great. Bilber's, Bilber, so Bilber's a gem. He's a ginger gem in America. Uh sorry. Uh but then yeah, so oh yeah, one last thing about the whole uh with the gun laws too though, is that so long gun magazines will be limited to five rounds, so just for like hunting and shit like that. I don't think you that's already like Again, I think that's already the case. I don't know. There was a story a few years back Maybe that can't it was do like extended this, magazines. This guy had a like a bear come into his house, and I've also had a bear come into my house, so I understand that's a thing that can happen. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and he had to, and he shot the bear. Mm-hmm. Um, in that instance, it wasn't scared, didn't run away. Like when a bear came into my house, as soon as it saw a person, it was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> So this guy had to shoot the bear because it was like aggressively in the house. But then he also had, when he was telling the story to the news, he was like, yeah, so like we saw the bear and then we had to like, and then I had to go get my gun and then I had to go to the other room where my bullets were. (laughs) And then most of the, the comments back then, the jokes were like, yeah, he had to make up that whole story. Like he had his his hunting rifle loaded, <laughs> but he has to say that for the news, otherwise he'll get in trouble. <laughs> because really because the laws in Canada are so extreme, where you have to oh, like that's actually you have to funny. have your bullets separately, and you can't right. have your you know it's like really yeah, really what, intense. That's so. my, yeah, my dad. It's my dad so has like, that. This was... guy probably definitely had his rifle loaded, <laughs> but he had to make up this story of like you know. That's There's a bear hilarious. in my house, so I had to go get my gun, and then I had to go to my, go get my fucking bullets, and then load my gun. I'm like this whole process, <laughs> which probably didn't happen because there was a fucking bear in the man's house. The I'd never shoot a bear in my house because I'm a bear too. I know he couldn't. Plus, you don't have any index fingers to pull triggers. Also, I don't have a gun. That too. I have many. Fifty-five. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I I wanted to bring back. I wanted to call back that number that I keep repeating this episode for no reason. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I only have swords (coughs) in my house. Fifty-five swords. I know. Fifty-five swords. So, oh yeah, and so, um, so that's the whole gun legislation. It doesn't seem like it doesn't really seem unreasonable. It's again, I just kind of like. He could have done this at any time. He's just kind of banking on it. He's like kind of just piggybacking off of Uvalde, which I find kind of greasy. Giving credit where credit's due, though, is does seem like this is a productive thing, especially with like the red flag law. Uh, just kind of like if someone's showing sketchy behavior, you can be like, okay, we're gonna hold your guns for a bit until you're cleared by some professionals. I don't think that's. A, There's nothing wrong with that. No. There isn't. Uh, but I do want to bitch about something, though, because this was trending on white people Twitter. on, And uh, this is from some some pundit asshole from Los Angeles named Brian T- Tyler Cohen. Uh, here, seeing no lie with Brian Tyler Cohen. Oh, right, yeah. So this pissed me off because it says, following the shooting... Canada is expanding background checks, banning 150,000 or yeah, sorry, 15,000 types of military-style assault weapons, starting a buyback program, and requiring rifle magazines to be permanently altered and never hold more than five rounds. One of those things is fucking true. <laughs> out of this gun legislation that's just been proposed, unless a bunch of other sh- like unless there's been a five other fucking things that have happened with like that we have not heard about. So 
I think that No Lie with Brian Taylor Cohen is a bit of a lie. Just saying. Maybe. Oh, sorry, here, I have a rant about him, but we don't have time for that. <laughs> it just really pissed me off. I was like, fuck you. Yeah, I guess since we're we're doing a different structure, expect like longer episodes from us less frequently. Right? Maybe. We'll, we'll just, a, lot just happen, a lot happened this month, too. To yeah. be honest, there's kind of a lot of things. We'll see. Who knows how productive things will be. Uh, so here's... I want to credit this to my dad, though. His points on guns. as Because uh, we... Because, again, we always, like... We, we always... Um, so... My dad was in the Royal Canadian Navy for four and a half years. He was small arms trained... And thank yes, thank you for your service to Her Majesty's Navy. I'm not being sarcastic, I mean that. I know. He, or sorry, my grandfather's also in the Navy. I've I have some military family. Like, yeah, it's 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 not easy. He was an officer. He was an it officer. It's not too. easy stuff to do. No, of course not. It's no, it's 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 a tough job. Yeah. Uh, he was a lieutenant or uh, as a an officer. And. Oh yeah. Also, just a humble well, thing. I want to drop this because it's awesome. But he's a former. So yeah, he's he holds the silver shield for precision rifle shooting, Ooh. which is it's a very hard to get. Just slightly less hard than gold shield, <laughs> <laughs> but still like ridiculously hard to even just get that. So it's so very... I'm only giggling because I have no idea. Like I have no frame of reference. I used to know, and I got to double check this. I'll fact check it for the next episode. But basically, gold shields you have to basically do it perfectly, and silver is like near near perfect, basically. Uh, also, oh yeah, also used to do shark watch with us, which is fun fact on a navy ship. When you swim in the ocean, you need someone on shark watch who's on their pal with a sniper to you know make sure Jaws doesn't get too close to the crew. Describe my face right now. Your face is your lip. Your lips are doing like a downward like I, um, emoji. Like you're doing like the frantic emoji thing with the blue like forehead. Basically, I could never. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why you got. That's why you got old Father Beckham kid on Shark Watch there. <laughs> anyway, though, so he. Um, so yeah, no, I thought he, I thought his thoughts were. Uh, I, I love his thoughts. I thought they were profound on them. On, on this whole thing because he just thinks that he so he thinks that automated assault weapons have no place in a civilized society yes. they're only designed for like obviously except, except for like military application because they're basically only designed for killing people and specifically people because they're mid to short range Quickly. with as many balls as possible for spraying pay, prey firing not meant for accuracy, meant to just hit human kind of targets. They're not for hunting. They're for hunting. They're not for hunting. Well, no, no. You don't need a machine gun. Yeah, they're not for hunting. And then, as well, though... No, rifles are for hunting. You don't use automated weapons for hunting. Yeah, exactly. That's oh, what, oh, so yeah, we're sorry, saying, yeah, we're right. saying the same yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm agreeing as, with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I was like, I wasn't sure where you're going with that. But then, as for... <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, fucking deer! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the argument, but that's no, no hunter does that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, because that would contaminate the meat. Yeah, and as for pistols too, it's so pistols being for self defense is a misconception. They're they're military applications for executions. For in the fray, when a commander is giving orders to people that to his like lesser soldiers that have to go on a suicide mission, in the fray of battle, if you refuse orders, you can like, yeah, you can um, you can execute on the spot. 
And I'm just clarifying because just think about so the whole thing with mutiny officer is that all your men are outgunned than you. So for you to be mutinied, a lot of shit has to go down. So yeah. the pistols are for execution. They're not for self defense. They're not very good. They're like barely good for that. So that being the case, though, my <clears throat> dad just thinks all like again, all this is really fine. And then again, as we just went through the legislation, doesn't seem to process or even fuck with the process of getting a gun. It just seems like it's limiting handguns, which. Again, there's no, there's no real, there's not a great argument for them for self defense in society. Uh, so that's all that is. But as a quick thing aside for the, as a quick aside for the automated automatic weapon things. So one of the reasons why, so it's a half truth about them being banned in Canada because my dad said that it's really easy for them to like release them with a modified part call it something new and then it's not it's a new type of thing so because where handguns are very distinct and they're very easy to ban because it's a very distinct type of weapon automated weapon automatic weapons don't fall in that same easy box yeah so that's why we think that we thought that canada had an automated weapon ban where it's a bit more complicated than that yeah no i did think they had a ban it's just like it's not that easy to get one though mm-hmm. it's not like, you can't just walk into, like, any fucking, like, corner store that also sells drugs or, like... Walmart. Sorry, I meant... Not drugs, I meant guns. Holy fuck. <laughs> you just can't walk into a Walmart and get guns or a just mall of like, America. wherever. Like, oh, I just get a gun. Like, here's my here's my driver's license and that's it. When like, you're in the chopping mall. It's re- way harder to just get a gun. <laughs> yeah. In Canada, you have to have a license and there's no open carry here at all. Like... Mm-hmm. And that only exists, I guess, like, in some states where you can have open carry. And that license in the states, is, as far as I understand it, is a little bit more harder to get in those states where you can just you can just have it, like, on your holster. But, mm-hmm. but still, just buying guns in general is, like, unless you're amassing, like, lots of them, no one really cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all... I had a couple other things, but it's not the biggest deal because yeah. it's some way this for is running a little late. We is already way late for it to be. We're gonna finish up um, after after a little transition here with a quick. I'm gonna do a quick uh, rundown of some local waters, springtime local waters. Um, and but I'm gonna try to keep it really quick because we are running late here on this episode. And uh, some bullet points I got, and that's it. Yeah, and then we'll go on to Captain's Kitchen and talk about eggs and rice. Mm-hmm. Part 2 of episode 19 Episode 19 Last time when we left off Shit, I forgot what happened last episode Last time podcast (laughs) We talked about stuff we talked about Trudeau bailing on an election, a bunch of major policy things rising and falling in the U.S. We gotta write out like a dramatic TV show recap. That would be a good idea. Template. <laughs> <laughs> but going forward, the first now we are now we now start off with our two, ep- our two scrappy heroes, <laughs> the cats, and their sidekicks, Captain Kid and Gummy Bear. <laughs> <laughs> As we enter their conversation now, uninterrupted. So, yeah. 
what I was saying, what I really wanted to tell you, Gummy Bear, I was so excited all we could tell you this because I watched a bunch of conservative YouTube, Canadian YouTube, because I'm just trying to like suss oh, out. I'm trying to, well, I'm just trying to suss out like who these voices are, right? Because everyone knows the American voices, not Americans know the American political pundits, right? Somewhat. Yeah. So I'm just kind of, I'm sussing that out on YouTube and like I mentioned the true North last time. So yeah, they're very conservative, but it's, they're, they're very reasonable. Like they seem very like, they seem they're very, very biased, but like policy based. But point is, so my, uh, through this YouTube algorithming and sucking up my my information, like little leeches, (laughs) what has resulted is I've got a ad for a Jordan Peterson coloring book. In case his complex ideas aren't are aren't getting to people that might that are beneath that are beneath them, or sorry, maybe they can't understand them. That's something. The ad the ad said something similar to that. It was also for kids and other things too, but it was a thing like having problems explaining Jordan Peterson's ideas to things, and it's like a bunch of things. Is it satire? It's I don't know. It's it seems a variety. I think they said they have jokes in there, like they have lobster jokes and stuff like that. But then they also have. I wonder if they'll have a rat thing. <laughs> it's like this. The rat goes like this. The rat goes like this. <laughs> so, we're um sorry. Anyway, so yes, it was. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I skipped the ad, but I was no. I, I actually maybe not. We were already been short. I don't remember, but it just. I remember it stunned me because it was okay. in my. I was in my morning routine. But was it like? Is it like his merch? I. That he's paying for ads for. Is it like just like independent? I didn't find out. I I have to look into it. Yeah. I'm sure I can find it now. But it's you know the other day in the grocery store there was a unofficial Squid Game coloring book. Of course. So I don't know. Maybe you can make an unofficial coloring book. Maybe it's, it's like a loophole. It's weird to get an advertisement, a video advertisement for one though, right? Like that seems a little weird. Well, here's here's why though. No, it actually makes complete sense in my opinion because you think about this, right? So all of those every all those political books that are for kids like. Anti-racist baby. You probably heard about that one. No. Oh, it's actually about a baby being raised and how to raise an anti-racist baby. So it's like one page, right? And it's like step one, don't be racist. <laughs> I think. Well, I don't know. I think there's a thing where it's like it kind of goes into the it goes into more nuances about this. Like, don't like. Okay, one. I think there's like there's solid points in it where like don't look at a different group of people or different colored people and be like, oh, don't see color. Like, everyone's equal. I don't see color. You know what I mean? Like, acknowledge that black people exist. So do other ethnicities and shit like that. I'm just explaining what the book is. I'm not even saying this is me, man. This is just like, I'm just, I'm telling you, this is one page of the book and there's more than one page. So it's just things. But there is like, I don't know. I think there's some cringe stuff too. I don't, I haven't, from like little bits I've seen, I'm not going to pay for the book. Point is though. I'm just using it as an example because it's probably the most famous one. But there's all these like books for kids because like the Daily Wire has their own line of books for kids. No. Oh wait. Okay. Wait. Are you talking about the coloring book? Yeah. Uh. Yes. I think that was it because I had the right. I remember I had the Red Lobster on the in the center of it. Is what I vaguely remember from the design of it. So my point, though, with these coloring books, though, of these, like, political coloring books, like Matt, or kids' books, like Matt Walsh's Johnny the Walrus and shit like that, this is, uh, I'm wondering what kid, what, like, five or six-year-old goes to the book, goes to the bookstore and is like, I want the Jordan Peterson coloring book. Like, (laughs) 
Are you sure? Are you are you sure, Timmy? Yeah, I really like him. Lobsters. <laughs> I want to clean my room. I love you, Dad. Like, you know, that kind of thing. That's really funny. So, well, my point, though, is that they're not made like you can say that they're made for kids, but they're not really made for kids. They're made for parents of those kids that like these things. They're made for the pe- the people that like to watch Matt Walsh. They will buy his book for their kid, and their kid is just going to be like a fucking five or six-year-old about it. It's honest God, like, a given chance whether or not they'll like anything. So, it's published by Lobster University Press. And I, I just don't know if that's, like owned by Jordan Peterson because there's another one said getting sorted lobster style why and how you can use Jordan Peterson's insights to make life better by Annette Poisoner something medical jerk hmm abbreviations one week later if I get another, if I get, a, if, if I get, really a, weird. If I I'm t- sorry. We shouldn't be talking about this for so long. This is like really strange. We didn't, we didn't mean for that to be for that so long. I meant for that to be just like a segue into our next segment. I went into a different, I went into a different fucking planet there. So yeah, sorry. It's okay. But so segueing into our uh, next segment hosted by Admiral Me. Quartermaster Gummy Bear. What's the name of the segment? Well, it's it's local waters. Yeah, you know, we don't have a theme song for that one. Well, we do. I just take. I wait for you to say it grandly, and then I add water effects after. It's local waters. There. I'll, was, okay. that, was that good? I'll find something. I don't I'll, want to be too loud. We'll see. We'll see if I can do something with that. <laughs> it's local waters. All right. I'm just doing like kind of a. We haven't. We haven't done local waters in a while, so I just want to do like a quick, hey, what's up? What's happening in the island? What's happening? Stubby's been waiting forever for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first I want to uh, mention that stuff is going on again at Fairy Creek. The organizers, I guess, have been like, yeah, we're opening up camp again. And so things are sort of going on there. Um... I, but, but in mentioning that, I want to say that I'm probably not, like, unless something crazy happens, I'm, like, not going to focus on that again this year, um, because we did, we did that a lot last year, um, so again, unless something, like, crazy happens, it, it will be interesting to see if they get similar numbers, um, this year than next year, so maybe I'll comment that on that later in the summer. Hmm. It's... Having anybody stick to anything also, is always like a trying thing. I think humans get distracted really easily. Don't know if I mentioned this um, because we haven't talked about this, but I and I saved it. Here, let me find the date. It was on April fourteenth. An article about another tree spiking incident in Fairy Creek is being investigated. Hmm. And there's pictures this time. Interesting. The but plot there, thickens. But there really isn't, like, information. So this was back in April. It's, I guess that's been how long it's been since we've, like, mm. uh, touched on local waters. 
Um, one funny thing that I wanted to mention was one of our, now I've met, I've shouted them out before I've talked and they, uh, have their own podcast, but because I'm making fun of them, I won't say their name. (laughs) I mean, there's only one. So in the Comox Valley, um, last month or so, maybe ish, they tried to set up a paywall for their website and their social media just always links to the stories on their website. Hmm. So then you'd click on it and then you'd scroll for a second and then a thing would pop up and be like, sign up, you get a free trial, pay us. And look, I'm sorry, but (laughs) that's what your ad pop-up ads are for. Right. And, uh, they are under, I think the black, uh, press umbrella, um, and they also like mo- like the like most of the news. Sorry, most of the news they're going to be reporting on is going to be in like on like there's a sorry. Most of the news they're going to be reporting on is also going to be reported by other news news stations and. Um, and, th- and obviously they realized that really quickly because they stopped, they dropped the paywall <laughs> within uh, like two or three weeks. And I just thought that was funny. I was like, what? Who's, who's, whose brain dead idea was that for a second there? <laughs> All the comments on their, um, social media was just like, I can't read it. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. That is interesting. I've is so if I can ask the question, is this person like a journalist? Like when you air quote and say journalist or like real? Well it's not a person, it's a, the whole newspaper. Oh the whole newspaper. Yeah, like I Oh, I thought it was like I I thought it was okay, sorry. I am oh I I'm sorry, I misunderstood that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just like one writer that was just doing that. The whole mm-hmm. paper. The whole newspaper, yeah. Mm. Bold move. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it wasn't just one person's decision. You know, it was probably from like out of their hands. Maybe I don't want to be rude, but Could, uh, that's, that's it funny. was clearly a bad idea because they dropped it like really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then, moving on from that, um, I guess I mostly just want to say, well. You know, it's been a year and we're back to spring. It's springtime. And I've noticed, I guess, because of it's springtime, like there's, there's kind of a, because it's springtime, it kind of feels like things are getting a little bit like there's like a, like springtime craziness happening. Spring fever. Yeah, I guess you could say that. And I'm just seeing more and more like. Just, um, like, I'm seeing more uh, reports of, like, random violence, and I'm also seeing an uptick in people going missing, um, with suspicious circumstances. Kids beating each other up, uh, there was a bank robbery in Camel River, (laughs) 
in the yeah so do they steal bags of gold coins people beating them? each other up in parks um just yeah that that's stuff like that like nothing like crazy that like i really want to focus on um but like just diving into the new season that's Diving in. <laughs> Off the plank. Um, I just want to set the, like, set. The, I guess that sets a tone. I see what happens. I hope people don't get too crazy. I just, I just see a lot more of, like, even if it's not in the news, it's just people online talking about what's going on in the community. And it's, I don't know. Is it a spring thing? <laughs> And then it'll get too so- hot in the too hot in the summer, and everyone will be like, "Oh, we can't do anything. We're too it's too hot." Well, I think that summer <laughs> does then winter, heat does do that. Yeah, everyone just wants to hide inside, I guess. But you know, yeah. So, like I said, it's a quick quick one. I I don't really have much or anything really specific. Hmm. Uh, Okay, well that's a good uh, that's a good lo- that's a good update for what's for the future to come because I'm interested in learning about these local things and happening happening on the island that we broadcast from, off the off the bay of illegally two miles out into yeah there ex- is international really, waters like, some specific things I want to talk about in the next few months. <sighs> cool, I'm interested to learn mm-hmm. those things. But for today, welcome back to local waters. It's the it's the one where I don't fucking talk loud enough <laughs> every time consistently. Yeah, so it's the now it's time to refresh and do stuff and power forward with the next year of Canadian Pirate Cast. And we'll cap us off at this excessively long episode with the with Captain's Kitchen in a second here. Be right back. I saw a sword from shoveling all day. So sit down, sit down, sit down. Welcome back to the final episode of it's final the- segment, final segment, <laughs> <laughs> final segment of the episode nineteen. Is there something you need to tell me of the CPC? No, no, Are we no, no. The no, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm literally been trying to get podcast. Slip, you're like. Actually, like this is the the last episode. <laughs> I, I didn't know how else to tell you. I'm kidding. There's. I'm not leaving you for another podcast host. I'm going on my own thing. I'm going to be like Freddie Mercury and become a billionaire. Billionaire. Was he a billionaire? I don't know. Maybe for. So yeah. this is the last segment, not the last episode. The last segment. And my favorite segment, Captain's Kitchen. It's everyone's favorite segment. Sure I need to stop doing that. I, no, I, I think so. I think it is everyone's <laughs> favorite segment, and I think it's worth seeing. So you are being weird. Sorry. So today is Kid and Gummy's Excellent Adventures. <laughs> We're talking about eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, even Tippy approved of that one. That's so sweet of you, Tippy. 
So Chippy doesn't like eggs. She respects my right to be creative, though. So, sorry, back to eggs, though. Eggs are really important. Exciting. They're, no, they're important for many reasons. Aside from that, like, in an apocalyptic setting, chickens are easiest to kind of keep and maintain. They produce protein. And peasants lived off eggs for thousands of years. Maybe. True. So, here's what's awesome about eggs. 18 essential vitamins and minerals. They have healthy fats and they're high in protein. They are roughly takes roughly 75 calories of heat within the human body, sorry, within the human combustion engine to burn off this egg. They're high cholesterol. Damn it, Tippy, why, why my flesh? Cause I stopped petting you for two seconds, bitch. Oh fuck you. Holy. <laughs> I don't know what they would do. She's the one that brought my cult into it. <laughs> so, <laughs> eggs are also high in cholesterol and low in fat. So, and also more studies are coming out now, nowadays, saying that eggs are better for you than bad for you, ultimately. So, oh my god, there's this hilarious skit out there, like on YouTube, probably, where it's like a time, like they're trying to eat. This couple's just trying to eat their breakfast, and then the tra- the time traveling versions of them keep popping in from different eras. They're like, "Wait, wait, you can't eat this because of this and this and this." And then and then they're like, "Oh shit, okay, I guess we can't eat this." And then like three seconds later, someone else from a different <laughs> decade comes in, like, "Oh no, you should eat them because they're really good for you for this reason." And then, So, couple last, couple more things on eggs we say before we kind of get into the process of making them, which we're going to do three ways of eggs, and then as a bonus, we're going to throw in the world's best rice. And there it is, the attack on the high seas. I told you I'm psychic. That was a great egg video on YouTube. Thank you for showing me that gummy bear that brought joy to my life. You're welcome. The... Oh yeah, so a couple more things about eggs. Brown or white, doesn't matter. They have no nutritional difference. Then same with free range or cage, cage eggs. The only nutritional dif- dis- dis- the only nutritional difference on cage free or free range is your conscience. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Basically, all they all have the same. All all most eggs have the same amount of nutrients. Is what I'm trying to say and stuff. Although, you know what the thing with me is I actually think the brown eggs taste better. And I i don't know where that comes from. I've never compared, I guess. It's, Not seriously. I just think they have more flavor. But I'm, I might be crazy because people it's, have that argument I with think me. It's crazy. But I don't know. We could try one day. Taste test. Yeah, well, again, it's, I think it's psychological more than anything. So, or maybe it's a power I have that I'm just able to make brown eggs taste better. <laughs> <laughs> so fresh eggs hold their shape better when they're poached or fried. I learned this researching this stuff and older eggs are easier to peel when you hard boil them Hmm. so oh my god what oh i just had a funny realization that i can't share okay can i share mine private information (laughs) because i used to have to do hard ways used to do poached eggs at at on a pirate ship i worked on so we would have to, it was a big deal where they like, there was only one person in the kitchen that poached them perfectly. And I used to have that, or no, or hard boiled them perfectly. And I lost that 
I lost that recipe. Not that I ever want to do because I think they're I think hard boiled eggs are disgusting, but I know how to do them. And I like to be able to being able to do them perfectly because we used to dye them in like pickle juice, mm-hmm. and they'd be all sorts of cool colors. Mine is also about another pirate ship, but it's too specific. Fair. Aw, tippy. So, to make eggs, here is some of the general gear that you may or may not need in the different ways we go along with this. You will need a pot that can hold about 3-4 to liters liters of water. A frying pan. I use the steel one. But if you have any kind of frying pan, you can functionally do it. Uh, Four liters? I don't know. Maybe I'm... I th- I think three or four liters is like... It's like because it's like a tall pot. Because the more... Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like a big fat pot. It's like a kind of tall one. But you want it f- pretty filled up with water. Because poaching, you want more room for your egg to drop into the vortex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So here's where... So sorry. I'm, I'll get to that, though. So then, yeah. So frying pan, spatula... Slash, okay, what do you call it? Do you call, or I guess, so do you call a flipper spatula too? Or do you call like it's just a scraping spatula spatula? I call flipper spatulas too. Mm, okay, me too. So that's it's, so it's why I feel like I have to clarify this. So you could use a flipper spatula or a scraping spatula for either of these. Or will some important thing to clarify. Yeah, yeah, some work different than others. And now I at least know I'm not crazy with like sometimes mixing those terms. Mm-hmm. So... Sorry, also two small bowls, ideally, and a fork. And for this special rice recipe, you need a pot with a lid or an oven-safe pot, pot with aluminum foil. What about a rice cooker? You could probably do it in a rice cooker, too. I just haven't used one. And this is, I haven't, I haven't, uh, yeah, I haven't used one, so I wouldn't be able to give those directions. This is all just me doing it with stuff. And a clay pot that my parents gave me for... Shit, it was either Christmas or my birthday. This year, they're really they're one, one year one year they're really nice. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I don't, they didn't have any bowls that were big enough for pasta. Such a great gift. Sorry for the rice. You will also need a fork and a big bowl and ideally a sifter or a small strainer for rinsing your rice and stuff. Mm. You can you can rinse rice without without though. How do you do that? Um, well, you put it in a bowl or the pot itself, um, and you put water and you stir it and mm-hmm. then you empty it out as much as possible and then do it again. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah you can do that too. I don't have a sifter, so that's how I would do it. Oh, fair. Okay. I always hate doing that, like, that method though, because you always, like, you always lose some rice and that bugs me. I, I, I know, but. That's fair but, though. Like, okay. For people without one. You're right. No, you're right about that, but that's kind of like. It's I forgot about that. So thank you for bringing that. Mm-hmm. that for, thank you for bringing that up, Gummy Bear. It's like an HR job. <laughs> That's what you're you're here to fill the cracks, Gummy Bear. <laughs> Keep the ship afloat. Uh oh. One thing, last thing I want to touch on with eggs is a fun fact for people because in other parts of the world you don't store eggs in a fridge. You just leave them out on your counter. There's a scientific reason for all this. So in North America, our eggs. Are okay, so when eggs are born out of a I'm not sure if born is the right word, sorry, when they're pushed out of a chicken, they when they are laid. Oh yeah, right, sorry, when they're laid. <laughs> that's what it's called. So when eggs are laid, they have a protective layer on the outside of them. 
that keeps them that like allows them to just kind of be fine at room temperature. So if they're freshly laid, you can just kind of leave them out. Uh, but then as a counter to that, though, you'll have to wash your hands after handling the outside of the egg because right. the outside of the egg will also be contaminated with salmonella mm-hmm. from chicken poop. Right. And in North America, our eggs or supermarket eggs anyway are they're like mega steamed where it's kind of like they do it to a degree that doesn't cook the egg on the inside, but it sanitizes the shell on the outside. Washed. That's what I've always heard it described as. Okay. I think it's well. I think it's a really cool process because they they're they've only they're only able to do this do this properly with like steam like with like steam within a certain degree. But yeah, sure, whatever they're washed, and then or at least that's what the, that's what the, that's what I learned it from anyway. Sorry. Anyway, what I'm saying though is that so store eggs are washed, so they lose that fil- that they lose that layer, but then they have to be refrigerated after. But either way, they last forever. Like I've used mu- I've, oh, I've, yeah. I've had eggs for like in my fridge for three months, and they've been fine. Mm-hmm. It's basically it's like if they're cracked, then you have a de- deadline. But once that shell, if that shell isn't penetrate, isn't like cracking or anything like that, you're fine. I had a problem with my fridge where if I put them on the top shelf, they would freeze, and then it, and then it would be kind of gross. That's actually right. Fridge placement is important too because I always put mine near the back of the fridge. Although it's common to have like those egg things in the doors of some older fridges. Yeah. But that'll make them go bad faster as well. Yeah. And yeah, so Isn't that's that more work though with the egg thing where you have to like take them out of the already thing and like put them in the egg holders in your fridge. Uh, it was probably <laughs> so gimmicky. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's what probably what it was. It was like the gimmick for, or maybe Excuse they ate more eggs back then when you had like steak and eggs for breakfast. I don't know, it was just like a fake convenience. I agree with you. That's fake convenience, but it's it's like a it's like a salsa dispenser. <laughs> it's like I could just pour this into a bowl. Why do I need a dispenser for my salsa? Okay, so let's start with poached because this is the healthiest one for you, and this is what why is, is it the healthiest one? Because you're not cooking with any oil when you poach it; you're just both cooking it in pure water and vinegar. And vinegar, but vinegar isn't bad. Is the vinegar isn't like an no. isn't like a fatty oil or something That's like that? Interesting. Never thought about it like that, but usually people are going to combine that with something. Yeah, they will, and that and then bets are off like that. But I'm just saying, if you're the kind of thing where if you just want a fried egg, fried eggs, fried and scrambled eggs will have more oils, will have more oil because what you cook them in the pan. But I always thought of, I always feel like poached eggs are lighter too, though. I um, I worked on a few breakfast ships for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. The beginning of my pirate days, and so I'm interested to like just hear you say what you're gonna say about. Correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong on this stuff. Uh, so, but yeah, so like, just, sorry, one more thing is just comparing poached eggs. Uh, breakfast egg. I'm an expert. You are an expert. You're an expert, <laughs> and I'm an egg disciple. So with poached or hard-boiled eggs just because they're not cooked with any external fat or anything like that when you put them on into whatever you're going to put them on usually you don't have to worry about that so and we'll get into that but you hold off your poached eggs in like a separate bowl and the water will come off of them that way and then you just like flip flop it on to whatever you want but the so this egg then it doesn't have any of the like excess oil on it so you won't don't have to worry about that dripping into your dish if that's important to you or if you don't like i said if your tummy wummy is like feel, feeling a bit like sensitive then there's just one less thing for you to worry about. 
Because again, I, right. I I feel like that I don't know, but again, so they just no extra grease or whatever. Yeah, it's no extra grease. Air. It's just they're lighter, and that's like you know not gonna mm-hmm. less likely to upset. Yeah, I yeah. I hear you there. I'm sorry. I know it was a long walk to a short drink of water, but I'm just <laughs> trying to get my point across because I was like fumbling. So all you need for to poach an egg is medium pot, slotted spoon. That means with holes in it, or um, sorry, and a bowl, and then. Sorry, I keep hearing the like the lady from fuck it that Chinese restaurant from Dude Where's My Car and then Uh sorry, only for ingredients, you just need vinegar and an egg and some salt. Yeah. I guess you need salt for you need salt for all the eggs because you'd always be salting your eggs at the end. Gen- or near the near the end when you're cooking them. Unless I guess you can't eat salt, then I'm sorry. Yes, then I'm sorry that you can't season your food and open up, open up those flavor pores in your there tongue. There could be like some other flavor to put on that's not salted, but MSG. That's basically just salt. <laughs> it doesn't have salt in the name. Actually, no, it does. I think. It's um, like, yeah, I <laughs> monosodium. I know it does. <laughs> I'm just being really dumb. I know it does. I know it has sodium in there. I'm letting the cat in. Okay. I just locked the door. Come on, Stubbs. Where'd you go? Down to the kitchen for a bite. Had some poached eggs. Yeah. Um. So, take your big pot that holds three to four liters of water, roughly, at like a high volume, essentially, so it's like mostly filled. Bring it to a simmer. And... Just it's very important because you don't even poach your egg at the simmer. You just bring it to the simmer because when you start, oh sorry, then you add your vinegar and vinegar into your water. Take your eggs, however many you're gonna have. Uh, usually, I've never tried to poach more than two at once, but there probably is a way to do it on mass if you're in a restaurant, which maybe gummy bear we'll touch on after this. But crack two eggs into a bowl. Make sure the yolks are intact because that is the what makes it a poached egg. If you just pour it into the water like that, it becomes. Looks like a spooky ghost in the water. It's really, it's <laughs> yeah. like it's a ghost like got obliterated by a cannon, and there's like its yellow ghost That's guts so are everywhere. Yeah. So and here's here and I'm not sure. Yeah. So yeah, if you break your yolk, just put it to the side, save it for the scrambled scrambled egg we're gonna do at the end here. The scrambled are the eggs you can do if you fuck anything up. They're the backup eggs. Sorry, staying on track. So. Once you have your two eggs separate or two eggs in the, in your bowl, take your slotted spoon when your water with vinegar is at a boil and give it a spin. And you want to create like a tornado in the water to the point where it's like going like do 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 do, and the water is almost spinning itself from the momentum. And when you stir, because anytime you stir anything, the temperature drops, especially in steel, because steel drops its temperature faster than other metals when you're cooking with them, and Drop your eggs in both at the same time. Don't hesitate. It's you really just get them both at the same time and then let them spin. And then the propulsion engineering hydro maneuvers of the water <laughs> will help bind the eggs so that the whites bind more around the yolk. There will be some ghost floaties around for ambiance inside your haunted poach water. <laughs> But for the most part, if you got your tornado going fast enough and you dropped your eggs in like bloop, bloop, like right away, it should bind relatively well and you'll have your nice white poached egg. And then from there, every now and then, 
for like every minute to two minutes i would say every after wait about a minute of it kind of going in the water like that the temperature won't start to simmer again but don't let the water ever get to a full simmer um always be stirring your water just a little bit to keep it at that baseline temperature where it's just staying it's staying hot and steamy but not actually bubbling maybe you have like little little bubbles but you don't want like an actual strong simmer for poaching these and this is doing at home mind you like you know i mean like i've done in restaurant like full boils and very well so you could do that too i I would i'd love to hear that this is like this is how we were talking about in our school yeah (laughs) i didn't go to culinary school well that's not like and i'm not saying that as like a oh this like i'm just saying that's what we're that's how we were taught and it's always worked for me for making really good poached eggs at home but obviously, if you're doing it at a restaurant, you want to do it in a more bulk scale. Mm-hmm. So, because I always wondered that, because we always had like ice baths at one this at the franchise ship I was on with like a crap ton of these poached eggs. You couldn't do them like that. The method I'm saying at uh, in a restaurant. I've never been on a franchise ship. <laughs> yeah. So after I'm done this recipe, can you like okay maybe tell me about how you do it on masks? I'm actually a little bit. I mean, it was a very long time ago. Okay. One thing that's bothering me right now is that you know because there's like. Unless someone asks for it to be, like, really, really soft or, like, like extra, like, basically, I want it to be raw. Like, because mm-hmm. there was definitely customers like that. Um, or, like, really hard. It's like you have the three main ones with any egg, basically. Soft, medium, hard. Um, oh, that would have There's a few other ones for different kinds, but that's the main three, right? Yeah. And with the poached, people who are ordering poached eggs are really specific about it. And I just remember I had the exact times, and it was very much like really it's always really quickly in between like the margin between soft to medium to hard is like it happens so fast Mm -hmm. so that's one thing it's like i can't remember what i remember i had it down like to like like how many on every kind of egg but i that's something that i've um at least with the poach eggs i've lost i when it comes to over easy eggs i still know those numbers but (laughs) The poached ones, I forgot those numbers. Because <laughs> I don't really eat them. Now I'm talking too long. Stop me. <laughs> I'm blending you well. I'm learning from you. Thank you. About, franchi- about franchise cooking. Because again, well, it's cooking on a mass scale for restaurants. It wasn't a franchise. But... Well, sorry, not franchise. I didn't mean to say the word franchise. I meant to say those cooking on a massive ship as a business as opposed to cooking for yourself on your in at home is significantly different yeah so that like if you're doing that way i, I assume it would like be a yeah. little bit more of like a slow process which yeah. might suit I, someone too i'm just saying if you're in a rush you could probably just boil it again i don't think like that then doesn't you'd have to adjust the cook time yeah maybe and like i've never i want to now i want to try poaching up like boiling it at home and seeing how well that works but it was, but doing this is kind of gives you time to kind of measure it and get it to exactly what you want it to, and especially mm-hmm. if you're not in a rush because they, they don't take very long. Yeah, like they don't take very long. Even all. they don't take very long <clears throat> even at this low temperature. They're so, the fast, one of the fastest ones. Exactly right. So once you have it at this low temperature, you're only cooking it delicate. Like yeah, you're only cooking it for about depending on what you want. Like between, if you want, like I'd say honestly, between three and seven minutes. Seven just, if you want it just hard. Just as far as hardness goes you have a very low margin of error to get it exactly right for the customer like that's what oh of course no especially with poached eggs you're right because no breakfast it's just the fastest one poached eggs are the ones where you because i think that it's easiest to control it's easiest to get like a certain doneness with it so 
I'd say for a soft poached egg, maybe just like three minutes in the water at the most. Uh, you could go softer than that probably if you wanted to, but that way you just have the egg so the egg white is fully cooked and like holding it in place. Uh, I'd say about maybe four to five minutes on, again, depending on if you have it maybe at a harder simmer or a light, light one like like one like what I, I've described for a medium. And that medium will just be more your more runny yolks. So, okay, so, so with soft poach being very white, very like liquidy yellow yolk, Mm-hmm. medium being kind of like a runny goopy one like it's almost like a sauce and then hard being it's just like a hard yellow ball I would, I'm, I'm slightly disagreeing on your description of medium but that's okay well tell me what you're <laughs> tell me because it's like steaks where there's it's like thicker but like it's almost like it, I would describe it not be, as not really being that runny that makes sense. So a medium would be less runny than that. Um, I gotta make you maybe a medium over easy and show you what my version of that would look like perfectly. I'm interested because in I'm I don't know how to describe that either. So it's like I like you're like I feel like your description is really close to how I see it, but I can't describe it. So it's it's a moot point here. Fair. Uh, either way, so after the, <laughs> so after so after after your egg is cooked your pre- preferred doneness oh and to test this too you just easy like you just scoop your egg with your slotted spoon the water will drink there sorry you scoop scoop your egg out with your slotted spoon then just poke it with your fingers quickly and just kind of see where your yolk is if you need to give it more more time or take it or take it out immediately and take it out put it into a set your separate bowl and just let it chill Squ- sprinkle a little bit of salt on it and then you're done put that egg over whatever you want and you got a poached egg or two you can also scoop some of the floaties out to eat them if you don't want to be wasteful, but that's not on you because they're kind of weird. It's honestly like wet paper in there. Jesus Christ, that's loud. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is fried eggs. Fried um, egg. All you need. Oh, sorry. Or did you have anything to finish on with the poached eggs? No. I mean, they were definitely, like, it was definitely the most challenging because you have to time it out with everything else. Um, and they're so sensitive. But I'm not, I'm, I mean, I can't go into it without doing my own hormone. That's, that's okay. We know you're still under witness <laughs> protection. We still know you're under witness protection, so I get it. <laughs> so for fried egg... Or uh, equipment, all you'll need is a flexible scraper or spatula, a shell pan. I use the steel one, as I mentioned before. And then for ingredients, you just, or I guess you always need a bowl too for your egg. For fried egg, like, well, well, here okay, I'll I'll say how I do it. Okay. So fried with oil or fat, or sorry, yeah. So all all you need for ingredients for fried eggs is oil or fat and salt and pepper. I use bacon fat for my eggs. And it's, I find it does a really good job of not sticking, especially with scramble too, because it actually mixes into the scramble as well. It's amazing. So heat your fan up, heat your fat up in a pan. Oh, and I was going to say too, so you have to use an oil. I would actually. Oil. Or you can combine one of my favorites, sorry, for just any egg at all. Mm-hmm. When it, when it's, when it's not, when it's poached or boiled, um, any egg fried, sunny, scrambled over, you know, just any of them. And it fits in a pan is uh, 
I typically use sunflower oil, but like let's say like canola oil, and then just a little bit of like like a little bit of like margarine or butter at the same time. Either one, just a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. That no, that's a really good tip, and that was actually something we um use all the time for because I think that they both have different burning temperatures or their smoking temperatures. Mm-hmm. Well, I use sunflower oil, but it's it's basically the same like smoking temperatures canola yeah my my theory for that kind of thing is always it's like adding a fat in a a fat in an oil so like if you have to go if you only have one oil i would say olive oil is the best one because it's the less least sticky Mm -hmm. obviously it's the most expensive but i'd never use sunflower oil so i have no experience with that and then fat wise again it's like if you can cut put some oil put some fat with your oil then that does an extra good job but you can get just do bacon fat straight up and i think it does everything because it's just bacon fat and it's good for everything so once you heat it so heat up like a teaspoon of baking fat in your pan i would recommend doing a small pan because it's easier to scrape the sides and kind of keep the egg retained too but you can do this in a larger pan too but then your egg will sprawl out more once heat your pan to a medium temperature and so when I say medium temperature, I understand that oven dials are different and because some of them have numbers, some of them don't. So go like a quarter, maybe between three quarters way to the halfway, somewhere between there, between and the half and the really three quarters. Because it's like every burner is different. Exactly. Every so that's different in the way that it'll react to the burn yeah. heat. Unless you have um, like gas, I guess. Well, gases, they're all just dials, though. You know what I mean? I it's its almost like the, uh, this, this is Spinal Tap thing. I was like, these go to 11. <laughs> just like, okay, the pan is hot, but it's not, like, super hot? It's not smoking hot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying that for clarification, because I just, I hate it when, like, because, again, we, we talked about this, and we were, like, same medium heat. What does that mean? <laughs> it is hard, yeah. So, yeah, so you don't want it smoking, you don't want it smoking scalding hot, you just want it, like, heated to the point where you can sprinkle, spritz a little bit of water in it, and then it goes, splatters, it spits back at you. Yeah. That's when you know it's hot That enough. is the test. Yes. So, crack your eggs into your bowl, Do try not to break the yolks. You can still fry it if you break the yolk, but you it's extra points if you can do it without breaking the yolk. Drop into the pan. Okay, so tips on not breaking the yolk, uh, don't, like, hold it three feet above the pan <laughs> well no so when you crack your egg or when you crack your egg i just you crack you try to crack it in the just center and then you pinch it on the sides just with your right fingers down. and then pull apart just right down right next to the pan there you go just gentle well no because so no, 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 here, here here's just listen to me though here you do it in a separate bowl first to see if you broke the yolk that's why you don't do, do it straight into the pan or you don't just crack it straight into the poach water oh man see see i'm just like i'm just a big fan of not making extra an extra dish for no reason no that's <laughs> fair you can just but just break it, it right into the pan well i'm just saying though but if you fuck the yolk up then you have like a wasted egg in there too but it's if not you wasted what if you so if you broke it into the bowl would you throw it out no you have to do you have to do it with poached eggs though right no no no. i wouldn't throw it out you save it for like you put it back in your fridge and you save it why wouldn't you do that <laughs> I, I don't know because i wouldn't trust the egg after i've opened it it's fine for a day or two it yeah, takes. I'm a... sorry. I'm like okay. So we're having. See, so yeah. <laughs> it's. I've, I've functionally done this multiple times. Going to be man. Married. I don't like. I wouldn't like if I broke the yolk. I would just cook it and eat it. 
No, okay, so it's important for poached eggs because you have to have the whole point I of. We're a... talking about fried eggs. No, no, I'm saying though that's why I'm talking about having that in the bowl. But if a fried egg too, again, I'm not saying waste it, but I like so I like undercooking my fried egg yolks, and that's what I was going to talk about. Okay, well, if you like making an extra bowl for you to clean later, I guess that's good for you. Yeah, and I have <laughs> for a, no and reason, I, and I have, or you can just crack it right into the pan. And I have medium, the pan. medium just fries. Just make sure you're not holding it up too high up from the pan, and you'll probably be okay. Yeah, you should never be holding you it high what? up. If you, you break never hold the yolk, it it's up. still edible. It's still an edible. It's egg. just not as good. Oh my goodness! <laughs> a medium cooked yolk is the best thing because it has the most flavor. Because the more the more cooked the yolk is, it loses more flavor. That's why, like, the more undercooked your yolk is, the oh, more I've flavor it has. We come around. I used to hate like over easy eggs, but I've totally come around to that shit. I get it, and I understand that you hate dishes. But <laughs> even if I want to make an over easy egg, and I break that yolk. I'm, gonna still, I'm still gonna eat the egg i'm still gonna eat it but you try to make perfect you try to have perfect yolks because why wouldn't you you don't have to if you don't want to it's everyone's prerogative to do what they want with this <laughs> recipe i'm getting out so point is okay put your egg into your pan and then don't let obviously let it cook to the point where you see white on the bottom sorry that was me that was me <laughs> Okay, body snatcher. <laughs> so, invasion of the gummy bear body snatchers. That's right. So, scrape the edges. If you're in a small pan, scrape the edges of your egg into, or kind of in back into the egg. And if you have your eggs in the larger pan, though, start scraping them right away before, like, while the egg is still running, because that way you can formulate your egg. Because otherwise, it'll just like get as thin as possible. And then cook, and then you have oh, the yeah, weird yeah. flakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, push that shit in. If it's so, leaking out from each other. From, yeah, you if always... If the membrane if, leaks out, push it in. Like I said, I've been doing, doing this in a small scale so pan. It's easier to flip. Yeah, well. so you have to make sure the mem- the white... Mem- you have to make sure that the white egg whites are kind of retained into an area. So you're just actually allowed to scoop that into a retained thing. And it also strengthen the base of your egg for when you want to flip it. So you can have a medium fried egg yolk. Just saying. After the egg is cooked, cook the egg on that side for about minute or two and then take your and this is where i would say a flexible spatula is way better because you can get in a more kind of more under it but not in a larger pan you'd want a flip spatula so i would say usually i would want to use a, a flip spatula unless the pan's too small for it i guess um if you want my tips for flipping eggs without breaking the yolk i will tell you then I would love that. Can I just finish the recipe yes. and then go do your then correct? Yes. Tell me how I'm wrong. I'm, so far, I, I, was, I haven't heard I was making a joke. I, was, I'm not, I wasn't trying to be a dick. I was trying to make a joke because I'm, you're the bre- <laughs> not you're the, criticizing. You're, you. I know you're not. You're, I'm, I, you're, I know you're not. You're the breakfast expert. I was just making a joke because, but every cook also thinks that they're their way of doing it's right. So I don't a, feel that way. Thing. I do. You know, you know, my <laughs> ego isn't like isn't like that. So I'm okay. just making a joke. I know. Okay. <laughs> But you did get buttered that one time I mentioned that I make better cookies. So frying so eggs. True. So it's, it's so true. So okay, so if you are in a large pan, use a you can use a flip spatula because you can get it like under there in a swift motion and like psh, to flip it. But if you are in a small pan, use a f- um, scraping spatula because it's the flip spatula isn't as angular and not as flexible, so you can't kind of get in those t- tight nooks. So in so I'll start. Tippy wants out. Tippy. 
Why don't you just meow? You don't have to scratch the door. Because she's a bitch. Sorry, this is what I'm doing right now while you're... <laughs> okay. Standing. You're doing a Jack Nicholson at me? Yeah. <laughs> Give me the old Jack Nicholson. Gotcha. Flip your egg... Uh, flip your egg. Now here's uh, here's where the here's the thing I learned masterfully about the medium cooked uh, about having undercooked um, egg yolk on a fried egg is that don't overcook the egg whites on top. Make sure that some of that's still runny because that way when you flip your egg that will go down under your yolk and it'll make it safer for you to kind of peel from the pan. That's a that is definitely. how to describe it's sort of like um you don't want it to be too cooked either yeah sorry you don't sorry you don't want it to be too raw either there is like a line and i one one day we need to do a video where like you know it's just like an over top where i show you or we'll post it on social media where it's just like here's what it looks like Okay, well, what I'm saying is, like, I'm not talking about. That would be cool to do, sorry. I'm not talking about undercooked egg whites, because I'm actually not a big fan of. I don't like sunny side up. I think those ones are gross. Those are hard to do that are actually food food safe, honestly. Like, and you really have to do it at the right temperature, because if you're leaving a sticky layer on the top with that, it's, like, not actually technically food safe. So it's like you actually have to do those, like, really carefully. So here's my, here's what I'm talking. So here's what I mean though, is that some, this doesn't undercook the egg whites. So if you make sure again, there's some enough of the egg whites on the yolk side up are undercooked. When you flip it, it'll go under, it'll kind of fall under the yolk and let's make it easier to separate from your pan when you finally take it off. So then from this side, if you haven't overcooked your yolk on the one side, it'll be a bit hard firmer than it would be with poach, but you can still poke it and kind of gauge on how cooked the yolk is while it's flip side down in your frying pan. Same thing goes for your bigger spatula frying pan. Same thing too with the undercooked, slightly undercooked whites, and then from there, just two or three more minutes, and then Mid- what? So it's been about a minute or two on one side, and then two or three more minutes on the other side, and then you have a medium cooked egg to poach. I guess minutes that I okay, sorry, there's no sorry in my experience with cooking eggs, even at home or in a restaurant, there's no universe where. Two or three minutes is going to produce anything but hard. I might be overshooting that then. I might be, maybe I'm... Because, like, literally, like, 15, 20 seconds max for over easy. Mm, okay. 30 for medium, maybe a minute for hard. I mean, hard, if you're doing hard, honestly, if you're doing hard, just break the yolk. Yeah, flip no, no, it, no, I'm not talking it, about doing you hard. You flip it and you what, break the yolk. Uh, sorry, I think, I'm, I think I was having a number slip there and what I was trying... What, what, what 30, was, 30 seconds, maybe. And you can also... I you, then doing the tapping the back of the yolk thing? Perfect, right? Then you can yeah. feel, feel it. But again, like I'd say 30 seconds doesn't seem like long enough for that. Again, I'd say like a minute or two. Maybe a minute. minute or two. So maybe that's... I, 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 I haven't done medium for a long time, so maybe a minute, but I would not say two to three minutes. I think I meant to say a minute or two. Sorry sorry, sorry about butchering that. You are right. You know, you're completely right about that. That would be I, too long. Then you're you're, no, you're right about that. So after you flip it, it's it's fast again. So yeah, once you flip it, because in a frying pan, the heat is faster than the poached water. Yeah. So yes, it's... So sorry. In the in event of frying it, it is... One to two minutes on one side, one to two minutes on the other side. So no more than five minutes, four minutes for a fried egg, for a medium fried egg. Yeah, I think the bottom would be the longest part because you're waiting for the whites to go. Mm-hmm. And then when you flip it, 
the yolk is going to go, like the whites are already cooked all the way through and the yolk is the thickest part, right? So when you flip it, the yolk, the other side of the white is going to cook like in a flash and it, it's almost impossible to overcook that mm-hmm. if, unless you're like <laughs> scorching it. Yeah. Um, and then, so the yolk, but the yolk at that point, when you, once you flip it, it's the longest point on the bottom and it's already cooking through um, from the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. And then you flip it, and then you're getting so, I like I'm I would almost I would probably say like a minute max on honestly, if you have it on the proper heat. Because I used to prefer medium, but I don't know. I just it's not two minutes. Definitely like two minutes is too long. Maximum one minute. Again, I'm just saying part of part of the reason why I'm saying a range of a range of time too. I don't want to say definitive time because the people everyone has different pans. That will hold that's heat differently it's, and stuff like that. That's why it's difficult. Yeah. So that's why I'm kind of giving a range for that. Because again, <laughs> like every as much as I'd like to be able to say do this per pan, like there's a that's why I'm saying one to two minutes. Um, uh, but you're you're more right than like you're probably more you're more right about that for the most more things, right? But I'm just trying to account for other everyone, everyone else's like cooking equipment, whatever they have. The one thing I wanted to say was about the flipping <laughs> technique, because that always is the hardest part. Is um. So basically what I always like at, when I was cooking on breakfast ships in different places um, with when it came to flipping um, fried eggs, it was like, first of all, you want to loosen up all the edge around, right? But then so that so that you're not like trying to flip it with a snag, a snag on one end, right? Because then you're then it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, so you like loosen, loosen the edge. And then the one thing you said was like, oh, and like just like, like go in and then flip it, as and that I always um, describe that to myself of like, don't be, don't let the egg think that you're scared of it, just like just fucking go for it, like just like, and then flip it, just mm-hmm. get right under it, don't be afraid, just go, otherwise it'll break on you. It's a weird thing where like if you hesitate, then you that's what fucks it up, you know? Like do you understand? Like do you understand that? Or do yeah, you, like I'm saying, exactly. or, well, I'm like, saying do you understand have... that? But like do you have, do you, do you feel that too? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like don't be afraid of it. Yeah, because fucking... if you if you if you do one smooth, if you do one in like one follow through motion, it usually works more times than after you've already loosened the edges, of course. Yeah. But it usually works then like if you try to go like er, 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 under it, it's really it's yeah, six it's it. six worse. Like it's just better if you're like there, there, I mean there are other reasons that the egg can break. Um Of course. And there's again hard hard cooked yolks are fine, because then you smack and again if you don't want to worry about any of this, just like flip it, smoosh the yolk, and then just cook it for a minute. One thing I always appreciated about cooking breakfast was the sentiment of not uh, serving It's the customer's right to break their yolk like never serve a broken yolk yeah i was just saying that because we talked about how you just we just had a little thing about how um you wouldn't throw out you wouldn't throw out an egg because yeah, i had no, a broken I, yolk at home <laughs> i know i'm same thing i'm saying at home too but my what i was going to say is that to to that what you're to that saying though if that yolk is broken and you flip it yeah like literally 30 seconds a minute i would say that right i'm talking about of having your yolk intact though and you're doing like a medium egg medium fried egg so one to two minutes, I feel like for that is more thing. If you have the whole yolk intact, I was also meaning that. Oh, Tiffy's back. Yeah, but no, it's like, but it, that, well, that's why I'm just clarifying with the thing though, because then if you break the yolk on the other side, then um, I would say yeah, minute to thirty seconds at the most, because it's just gonna have flat surface area. area it's just gonna go, whoosh, then sprinkle a little bit of salt on there, and that's it. Bit that's it, baby. Yeah. 
Any final thoughts on fried eggs? No. All right. Well, Tippy just said something so hurtful to Gummy Bear that we need a timeout. We'll be back in a shake here. When you don't know what to do with your eggs, scrambled. Oh, yeah. So for scrambled eggs, equipment-wise, you just need a bowl, a fork slash whisk, or, like, or, sorry, I meant to say a fork or whisk, and a shallow pan. You could even do it in a cup. You can do it in the microwave. Ew. Some, no, I, meant, I meant instead of a bowl, sorry. My my mom did microwave scrambled eggs when she was in college. <laughs> hey, you, I'm, I'm no, I'm not. I mean, you fucking do what you gotta do. <laughs> it's just I think. Oh, I just think it's cool that you can do it. Like I would, can. I would do it as a matter of function. I wouldn't not call that a... scrambled eggs though. I would call it microwaved, fluffed up eggs, like like whipped, and then like you microwave cooked, whip and right? whip and come out. Oh, she does. She always called them microwave scrambled eggs. But it seems like I mean, no, the same. that makes sense. Kind of, like kind of I don't want to make the distinction. It's like really weird, but like it is the same thing of That's like fair. the like once you break the yolk and you whip up an egg, mm-hmm. um, like that and cook it. Like I guess it is functionally scrambled eggs. But with but when you do scrambled eggs, you can actually make them kind of like gooier or right in a pan. Yeah, well, you can also add things in them too There's, with um, the chopped scrambled egg where you like chunk it up um or you can do folded there's like so many different ways to do that that's fair and i'm just like the thing i'm sure the microwave way is one way only uh and the quick thing with that is that you just scramble like whisk your eggs up quickly put them into a, a microwavable cup microwave it for like i think 30 seconds to a minute or whatever the time is then take them out scramble them like whip them up again and just lather rinse repeat until they're cooked to your doneness that you want <laughs> to the microwave scrambled eggs. So, but, yeah. here, but here's how we do it on Canadian Pyrocast. Here's how Captain does it. Here's how Captain does it. Sorry. Can't say a we because I can't assume how you make your eggs. So you need oil or fat for your pan, milk, which is optional, cheese, which is optional, and onions, which is optional. If you don't want any of those things, you just need your eggs. You can literally throw anything into scrambled eggs. Yeah. So... I just said this is kind of the main three that they're I'm all optional. About. They're all everything's <laughs> optional. Green onions too, if you're feeling fun. Anything. Yeah. So, quick side, quick side thing is the thing if, if you're going to throw any if you're going to, if you're going to put like any hard peppers or onions in them, saute those first. Yeah. <laughs> Make them sweaty and then add your eggs. Usu- yeah, I mean like they're usually when you're like it's sorry most of the time when you're um. Unless it's an omelet, I guess. Unless it, other than oh, holy shit, other than Denver omelets, um, if you're adding something to scrambled egg, you're probably going to add the egg on top of whatever you've already cooked, for the most part. Mm-hmm. I, like obviously not cheese, but like when it comes to vegetables and stuff. Yeah, cheese is one of those things where you add the idea. <laughs> you're not gonna you cook add, the cheese. Well, first. no, you always, you always, yeah, you always add the cheese last because you always you add the thing on the how long it takes last. But cheese like sticks like shit and burns. Yeah, it doesn't cook. You can't cook cheese. <laughs> oh my god, who knew I had so many things thoughts about eggs? I'm gonna be quiet now for like a little bit. No, little... your contributions matter. <laughs> 
So first, crack your eggs into your bowl. Doesn't matter if you break your yolks, because you're going to do that no matter what. Make sure there's no eggshell in there, because that's gross. Nobody wants to eat eggshell. That comes out in your poop. You don't want that. Sure. So you don't want to swallow eggshell. It's not good it's for you. It's just unpleasant when you're eating eggs, and you like even if it's just a tiny piece of shell, it's really unpleasant to run into. It feels gross. That's why you don't crack it directly into the pan, because you can just take the eggshell out. Boom! There's a reason to have that bowl. Just sitting here thinking about all the times where I've cracked an egg and then a tiny piece of shell came off and I had to pick it out of the pan and like half burn my fingers. And that's, why like, that's why you always put That's why you always put the eggs in the bowl huh, first. That I is forgot. actually that. It, there you. That's, I forgot. Wow. That's the main reason we do that because we always you always do it on bulk. So like you're doing it in culinary school, we do like twenty eggs at once. So you need to be able to pick that shell out. So that's why we always do it into a bowl. Twenty eggs at once. That's probably well not at once. You do it like one at a time, but. <laughs> That's my war cry of victory. Okay. Boom chakalaka. <laughs> okay, so once your eggs are cracked into your bowl and your eggshell is out, take your whisk and or fork and scramble, whip it. Whip it around in circles really fast and tilt the bowl on its side. And you can get a cool, if you can get a good rhythm in it where you kind of whip them so fast that they hold their form and it's like a little mini thing you just tornado. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting aggressive. This would be a great video. <laughs> so what periods until it's all consistently yellow? It should all be yellow. And then <laughs> once it's all, once it's completely mixed, that's when it's a good time to add in your milk if you want to, which I wouldn't do a lot. So I'd say, I don't know, like if I was going to do two eggs, I would say less than a tablespoon. Yeah, you don't want to put too many milk, milk, too much milk in your eggs if you're adding milk. It makes it like gritty. It makes it sweet, and it's hard to tell when it's cooked because the milk will keep bubbling. You really just want to add a little bit if you're going to at all. Mm-hmm. Like I said, so I for two like eggs, that, I don't one... anymore. I don't ever add milk anymore. I don't. I only do it if my milk is going bad and I want to use it up. That's fair. But if I yeah, if that's not the case, I just uh, I I do just go straight egg scrambled eggs too. But no, no, everyone. Some people have different opinions on the eggs and what it does, and I'm sure a food scientist could explain. Well, I live than on I. the ship full time. <laughs> that's fair. I have you to don't... manage the crew kitchen here. Yeah, we don't we don't always have milk on ship. I guess. <laughs> Wish we had more raw milk. So, with that being said, as well, with you want to add cheese or or cheese as well, don't overdo it on that, but that'd be like maybe two or three tablespoons at the end for two eggs, unless you like it extra cheesy. So once your eggs are whipped up though, toss them in the pan, in your medium heated pan that we talked about from before, oiled in again, I'd say say bacon fat's the best because it just mixes into the eggs too and it makes them richer and good. So... Let your eggs kind of... Oh, and this is actually where things could get diverse to Eric come over, because I'm not sure what you do. So I, like, made... I kind of skim it along the pan a little bit, like, not right away, but I kind of, like, let it kind of get a little air, and then I scrape it up a little bit, and then, like, I do it in little bits until, like, I just fold it over itself. What's your opinion on that? And, like, how to... On There's lots of ways eggs? to do it. That's, that's the thing about scrambled egg. I mean, with scrambled eggs, I would... I would personally have the heat just a little bit higher than I would do it um, 
for like over like fried eggs. Um, You're right about that because moving stuff around cools down the pan, so you want, you want the height it to a little bit higher. That's fair. You want point. it to be high enough to immediately start cooking the egg, and then and then I guess I would I would I like I like kind of like. I don't know. I don't know how to describe cooking stuff. So, like, when it comes to how I'm actually doing it, I guess. Will you, will you just, like, whip it, whisk it in the pan? Some. Oh, sometimes I do that where I, where I don't pre-whip scramble. Um, sometimes that is a yummy thing to do if you do it really fast. Um, but if we're talking about a pre-whip scramble, I would do, yeah, definitely more of a folded method. But I would have the heat up a little bit higher. And then... Um, so it just starts cooking really, like, that's always going to be, like, the, if I'm doing that kind of, like, scramble, it's going to be the last thing I'm doing with a higher heat pan, and, and I'm going to completely be paying attention to it for as long as it's cooking. I'm not, it's not like a, sit and let it go for a minute, I'm just going to be doing with that. Because the way that I personally like it, but I'm also not, like, I don't, I never thought about describing describing it before i guess fair also so season your eggs halfway through their cook and that's when you kind of mix it in because i don't you know why do it before you even pour it in just well i don't know gordon ramsay said something how then Ram- gordon ramsay said it fucks up the proteins of them so it's better if you salt them when they're like halfway cooked oh, gordon ramsay said I think he knows what he's doing. That's <laughs> just joking. I think I quoted him earlier. He's because he's he, well, he's the one too that also puts milk in them too, which is like, but I, I I don't always like that either. But it is things people like. I was gonna say too as I do love onions the best in my scrambled eggs when they're the stringy onions because like they add like that other texture into the eggs when they're folded. <laughs> I sorry, I think I was gonna say something else profound, but I lost it. Dear. So anyway, though, yeah. So your eggs are cooked when they're like solid and stuff like that. You can have them a little bit gooey, and then put them over some hot food, and then it kind of cooks more into that food. See, that's the thing with why I always like. You know why the most I like slightly undercooked eggs is because when you mix it into like another hot thing, it like cooks around it perfectly. Yeah. So you mix it in like a piping hot thing of rice, and it just goes in like those poached eggs mm-hmm. meld in perfectly with them it. on top of like browns mm-hmm. and then that gooey like the it's oh my god yes i know exactly what you're talking about yeah it's like it's under the, that's why the medium is the best because if it's like the yolk is like just kind of like jam like when it wraps around your hash brown or whatever <laughs> hot carb it cooks perfectly and like, yeah it cooks to it like it cooks to it yeah it binds to it like a masterpiece eggs are kind of a glue oh i remember i my... mean they're definitely kind of a glue and in, in baking they're a fluffer and a glue I just remembered what I was going to say about egg proteins. Yeah. So between egg whites, so obviously I think the egg the egg yolk has more of a different type of uh, fat than the egg white. But it's an interesting thing. So I like scrambled eggs, but if you fry eggs with a broken yolk, what I've noticed over the years is that I like the taste of egg whites, but I'm not a fan of the taste of cooked egg yolk. Like cooked egg yolk like by itself just tastes really like not good to me. Yeah. So when it's like when you do the fried thing where you fr- smush the yolk and then the yolk just cooks on itself, then I eat the egg white and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But then I get to the yolk and it's like not as great and the texture is kind of weird. And then with scrambled again, if you do the, you can do the quick thing, but then there's more of that. But if it's like completely blended in, don't taste it at all. Just yeah. delicious scrambled eggs. 
I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, egg, eggs are uh, interesting chemistry. Like, just the way they are. Like, and the egg, it, like, the yolk, like, I wouldn't really say that eggs have, like, a ton of flavor by themselves either. When Oh, also, when we're doing fried eggs, I always, like, salt and pepper the top right after cracking them. So then that's going into it and you're not doing it after. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, it's going into the uncooked egg egg yolk and 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 white mm-hmm. um before you flip it that's a good point and then it's like oh, it's like inside of the egg more than like just like kind of like on the flimsily on the outside mm-hmm. you're right about that just the way you might like season any meat well i wonder while if frying it i wonder if the thing too it's if an alternative to... meat right? well think about this though because i wonder too maybe the maybe the seasoning um part way through so it doesn't fuck with the egg protein is based more about them uh, once the proteins are mixed from being scrambled as opposed to doing like that, because mm. also when you flip the egg, that way the salt's there, it's still on the bottom of the pan, and it cooks right in then. Yeah, maybe. But <laughs> so that's uh, that's how we'd say do scrambled eggs. So this oh, wait, is the longest quick pigeon. quick time quick time minute time limit though though is how how uh, how long you can scramble eggs for gummy bear? Oh, I've never timed it. Three to four minutes less. I mean, it's visual. It's like. It's, I've never it's ever... It's your personal... It's no, of not, course not. It has, it, like, so the timing with the the other eggs is, like, having to do with how much the yolk is cooking. Yeah. Um, And with scrambled eggs, it's that's not really a thing. That's true, I guess, because if you're doing a large amount of it, too, it takes, obviously, longer. But I guess I bring it up because there's different textures of it, too, right? So if you yeah. overcook scrambled eggs, become too hard and chunky. So that's and... not... Yeah, it's like, that's... But also, that's just never something I've ever timed of, like, like how long does it take to cook it that's a fair point i guess i was thinking too like i didn't really think about it until i thought about it you are right about mm-hmm. that is i've never like been told the time you are just watching them and kind of cooking them to like how they i mean it's fast like i said a little bit of a higher heat than with mm-hmm. making an over easy egg maybe yes and then you're and then you're just that's it that's the last thing you're throwing on for for whatever because mm. you do the toast first if it's just eggs and toast or if it's just whatever um bacon you're gonna make that first you're gonna make your sausages first mm. then you have your pan ready for scrambled eggs and then you throw it on it takes maybe like two minutes mm. if the heat's right two three minutes yeah but like i would never like say like time it out because that's the timing it out for poaching eggs and for for frying eggs is specifically like like once you flip it like in the yolk doneness and then once you throw it in the the water the yolk doneness and that's that has that's not a factor that's fair <laughs> that's a fair point like i said i've never i asked just kind of thinking like automatically like what would you say for a timeline but i agree scrambled eggs are kind of like a to your eye thing when you're yeah. cooking them, because whatever done this you want, or again, if you stop paying attention, you accidentally overcook them. I'm not. I'm also not an. an uh, I think scramble like I'm not an egg scrambled egg purist, where it's like if there's any brown in it at all, it's ruined. Like I think that's also like a rule. Well, that's just a waste of food. Um, I feel the same way about the broken yolk thing. <laughs> you don't. You know how I take failures uh, in food is that I eat them and me not enjoying it a little. Me enjoying it a little bit less is my punishment for failing. So, oh my god! If you overcook the egg, but it's not disgusting. Yeah, like, you eat it. You fine. force yourself to. You force yourself to eat it, and then you you eat your mistake, and then you, you become. Then you cook burn better. It. It's like I don't mean burnt either. Well, no, you, no, I wouldn't eat burnt food. But like, if you fuck up, like you fuck up the cook slightly, like you you eat your mistake, and then think about next time how you're gonna cook it better. <laughs> Except if it's burnt. That's really not good for you. Don't eat burnt food. 
Sure. So here's the thing. I didn't want to talk about the perfect rice to go with these eggs, but this ended up being way longer than I anticipated. We'll do rice next time. No, well, next time we're doing it'll be the oh you have it'll be the special, so we'll be doing burgers. I'm sorry. Don't 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 I apologize. I have a lot of opinions about eggs. All right, I'm sorry. It's okay, and that was <laughs> like I said, we didn't import that. It's it is the perfect rice best recipe, and maybe that's a good like drop in walk away or whatever the George R. R. Martin thing is. Then we'll go have like five we'll spin-off series. But, uh, rice bite. Rice bite. That's not a bad idea. Okay. Well, capping off this episode, good night, everybody. Thank you for sticking around. Yeah, th- I actually think this is a factual or a longest episode. And we'll see after I cut out all of my <laughs> vocals. I think it still will be. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thanks. Sorry, it's been so long. This episode's been so long, I don't know where to cap this off. So <laughs> don't be afraid, be aware, and we'll so see you next time. Stay safe. In a couple of fights, you were nearly blinded. Yelling at the wheel won't do much good. Thanks again to anyone who listened to our podcast. We appreciate your attention. Please reach out to us on our Canadian Pirate Cast email, Facebook, and Instagram pages. Like, sub, share. You know the drill. We love when people reach out with comments or feedback. We also have personal social media accounts if you want another meaningless Facebook friend or a silly Instagram account to follow. Be good to yourself. And take care of each other. Bye. Bye.